Welcome to another edition of Banter and Babble. I'm the dude 79, and joining me always, my esteemed colleague, Mr. Fanboy Tone. Mr. Fanboy Tone. Yes. Uh, congratulations. You have whatever I have. What? Sinus congestion, everything. Sinus infection, everything. Uh, right over to you, bro. You didn't wash your hands in like a week. No, man. I drank out of your cup when you were gone. You I licked mother. the rim of this, your cans, everything, dude. Your feet. Uh, you didn't see me. I was hiding. Uh, hopefully the audio sounds good, you guys. Uh, uh, as always, you know it wouldn't be a B and B show if our audio wasn't just acting a fool. Uh, we get this whole new audio interface. Uh, and laptop. Fri- What's that? Laptop. Laptop. Everything's supposed to be ship shape, and uh, of course, we're getting staticky audio after a while. It happened on Friday night for our stream, and it happened just moments before going live. Um, I switched out a cable. We'll see if that works. Uh, but if it does go staticky and you can't make out what we're saying. Uh, let us know, and we'll try to adjust on the fly. But it's just been kind of an annoyance uh, as we try to figure out what the fuck that's all about. Um, I'm sick. That's awesome. I don't know if it's con crud. I want to blame the con crud, but I'm going to blame my kids because they had it multiple days before con, and I'm pretty sure I'm still feeling it. But, dude, I, I haven't been this sick for this long in a while, dude. There is a sinus infection thing going around. Dude, it's fucking terrible dude yeah, i've had this since last week since like last monday and it's just like i thought this past weekend i was kind of on the mend i was mm-hmm. getting better and then of course monday tuesday i'm like oh cool my voice is going to shit again i'm all congested again it's like dude i'm at that point now where if i on sunday i want to either wake up 100 percent better or fucking dead Design that's what i want to be i don't want to be in the middle anymore yeah this is bullshit I'll take that. <laughs> All mine. You don't get any of this stuff. Bullshit. All my kid, my kids get I'll everything. I'll fight your kids for it. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, you could do that. Anderson will fuck you up, though. Just... He might fuck me. He's the, he's, he's the wild card. Ethan will be like, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Tom. Yeah, sorry, yorn. Yeah, he'll Ethan be like, yeah. Anderson cool. be like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, he's going to grab. He's gonna go to the kitchen and grab like a couple knives and say, oh, let's do this. You, he's seen Home Alone a lot, no, dude. He yeah. would. You would make both your knees crack really loud like they did earlier. <laughs> oh, I don't know what talking about. I'm telling you guys right now, I heard this guy's fucking leg crack. And, of course, he's in agonizing pain, and I'm over here trying not to throw up because I've never heard, like, twisted metal in a knee before. And that's what it sounded like. It was just, just like, all sorts of shit cracking. I was just like, my God, that sounds horrible. You're an old man, dude. It's cool not having an ACL in one leg. That is, that doesn't sound, I mean, it's, no. It's a war story, but it was <laughs> literally because I was massively drunk in 2008. I thought you were going to say masturbating. <laughs> that. <laughs> um, and we had a, a birthday party for me and it, we, it was when I was in a band for a couple years there and, uh, we had played our set and then a local band Were here. Were you a Nickelback cover band? Anyways, this, uh, local band here was coming over to, uh, play after for my birthday party and me and the other guy from the band were hammered, of course, and oh, wow. we were mosh pitting, uh, <laughs> in my, in this basement and tangled a couple times in the air and the last one just obliterated my ACL. Oh, my God. Apparently, from what I heard, though, and I'm not sure who it was, and I don't know if this person is alive or not yet to this day, but apparently I smeared some petite young lady. Oh, no. Apparently. I don't remember the fuck. I just remember people carrying me upstairs because I couldn't literally walk. Oh, my God. It was bad. I felt. I mean, you could feel the tear. Did you just keep drinking at that point? Yeah. Like on the way to the hospital? I didn't go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy. Just put some tussin on it. 
Yeah, I just yeah, literally <laughs> just poured some Robitussin yeah, on my put knee. Some on yeah, it. no, but I hey, I went and got all the MRI thing done, and you know the the guy was like, "You have no ACL, and you have part of your meniscus left." I'm like, "Cool." So now what? Wow. Well, do you play basketball? No, you don't need it. Okay. <laughs> Deuces. Here we go. So because of that, on the left knee, I overcompensate on the right knee, and well. <clears throat> No, that uh, that sounded terrible, dude. Like yeah. it really sounded awful. Didn't feel good. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So, Tone, here yes. we are. We're yes. back. We're back. Uh, we were off last week mm-hmm. uh, to recover from Comic Con. The Midland Mall Comic Con has come and gone. Yes, yes. Wow. It is like, you know, as a wrestling fan, it's like it's like build that build up to WrestleMania for us. I think yes. at this point now, like every Super Bowl. all year we're talking about. Yeah, every year we're talking about it. We're building up to it, and then we hit that crescendo, and man. What a, what a, what a year! What an experience! Yep. I mean, we still learn something new. I got a list of things that you know over the next few weeks we're going to talk about and yep. add some things and do some things. But man, uh, what just an experience to be involved in generally. Like yep. I know we've talked about it numerous times, but just to say that you're part of something like that—that's a big fucking deal. It is, and it's pretty cool. And like, yeah, it's small, but guess what? The numbers are showing it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We had Z93 sharing uh, Midland Mall shit now. Man. Which, which means we'll probably be replaced by Z93 let's next keep year. Fing- <laughs> well, right now. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Maybe we can somehow nudge him and say, hey, you want to be involved for sponsorship next week or That'd next year? That'd be fucking year. sweet, man. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if we could somehow get local radio station to give us some advertisement or give us a discount on that. Yes. You know, I talked to Paul. You know, we're going to look into maybe doing a fundraiser at some point once or twice throughout the year prior because he doesn't charge admission. We yep. made some money this year, but... For us to get bigger and better, to get media guests or to get other different things going on, that's how we got to generate that. That's what we got to do. We got to do something to generate money. Right now, it's just mostly him and anybody else that is able to do what they can. So, But we had some great sponsors this year, great partners. Um, and honestly, we got to meet some great people. Um, yeah. We've connected with some great cosplayer people oh, of the Michigan. The cosplay this year was fucking dope. They brought man. their A game. I mean, we just had a blast. It was great seeing anybody that can make it out. I know it's it's not easy for people to do that, but we had some of our friends and community members be able to make it. Of course, we had Seven Dungeons doing D&D back there. Listen, I got to tell you, like as the guy, and I'll take credit for this, and I always will, <laughs> as the guy that pushed Drassen to uh, stream on Mixer, the D&D sessions, and where they're at now, um, kudos to them for the crowd they had Dude, he had a crowd you guys listen you guys nailed it out of the park bro and like that's like how many people can say they go to a con and get a chance to play some D&D? and, and listen D's popular and that's just the way it is it's going to keep getting popular but more popular but you know when they were doing their giveaways yeah i know i know i'm getting to that when they were doing their giveaways they had a fucking crowd down like Dude, both a days crowd. a crowd so, so I mean, it, it was it was great for us all to network, meet some more people, you know, um, bump some elbows and things in that nature. So, I'm really excited for what the future is going to bring. Hopefully, you know, we can work with some more local partners and vendors, uh, not just you know the whole, but also with banter and babble. Yes, and he stole Where's my yours. Thing. Where's yours? Oh, I'm getting one. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, actually, you're gonna get this one. He's making me a custom one. No, I'm gonna yeah. paint mine whenever I get one. Look at the shine, dude. Yeah. Got to have that shine, boy. How would nobody want? I mean, look how that looks. Yeah, that's dope. That looks fucking incredible yeah, with man. the shine. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a that's a dope dice tower. I'm gonna tell you the one that he showed me. Did you see the one he's got with the lights in it? Yeah, oh yeah. I've seen. Dude, yeah, yeah, I've seen a few of those. Fucking incredible. Yeah. The red lights in the eyes. Yeah, man. Oh my god. Gnarly. You can have this one. He's no, making a red light one. I'll paint my own. But no, at the end of the day, it was such a great of experience. Um, and I just can't wait till next year. I talk to Paul literally every other day about something or this, that, and the other. Yep. You know, so it's always back and forth going on. So he's already gearing up and ready to go. And that's just it. You can't just 
you can't just build a couple days. A co- literally, when the dust and dust isn't basically not settled. That's the thing right now. Dust is not settling, no. and he's prepping for next year. However, he's also got things going on locally. You okay? I'm good, man. <laughs> he's planning all kinds of different events throughout that. Like he's not ever going to stop. But no. this is good because this is more people get to know him and be like, oh, you do this. Oh, well, let's go to Comic Con next year. So yep. he's busy. A lot of great events. You'll probably hear from some of us uh, over the next few months. We're always going to give some promos and shout outs. We do little clips for him. We're going to keep doing some things for him as well too because on. Honestly, him allowing us to do this and being exclusive to be there uh, is fantastic, and it's a great experience for us to, to, to again, you know, just to, even to meet people and get our names out there a little bit. So fucking awesome. We had a great year, and I can't wait till next year, and who knows what the next year after that will bring. I'm telling you, man, it's it's a learning experience every time. Uh, this year it went off without a hitch. I know. <laughs> hey, before we, before we finish this. Fucking scumbag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me see if I can get a little bit more We got to let them know what we're drinking here before because it's pretty well, much. Gone. Let's talk about this. So this is this is what we're gonna call the not so mantacordial cherry. And this is me just getting a dig in a dress. And originally this was called the mantacordial um stout that he made home brewed. Yep. Uh Brew Arcana. Am I saying that right? Uh wherever you uh, yeah, I think that's right. What what's your name for that? Yeah, you can throw it out there. Um, but this was supposed to be biting into a chocolate covered cherry. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he's still, you know, new at it. And, you know, just timing a little bit was off. Unearthed Brew Arcana, thank you. Um, and missed the mark on it. Learning experience, just like anything sure. else. Brewing is one Unacceptable, of but learning experience. Unacceptable, but a learning experience. Now, because I love chocolate-covered cherries. That being said, as a normal just stout... It's fucking good. This is fucking... Top tier. So whatever you've got here... But I'm not so giving far, you any credit. Right, right. Because this is not what it's supposed to be. This is... As it is, really fucking delicious. I mean, this is great. This is really good. But considering what you were trying to make, unacceptable. Don't be yeah. sorry. Be yeah. better. That okay? light roastiness that's in that. Yeah, the base is perfect. Write that down. Whatever you got to do. That's give me a good. give me a cordial cherry soon. So, um, but yeah. So thank you. He he gave us some uh, Bruce night. Unfortunately, I couldn't pick up the stuff we normally drink, which is the OCP. They were out. So I just grabbed some Celsius and some random things. It is what it is. It has a full pound of chocolate chips in it. I mean, I believe it. I mean, it's it's chocolatey and roasty. Maybe do a pound of cherries next time, (laughs) or at the right time. Anyways, so that being said, that being said, that being said, it's really good. It's really good. It really, it really is good. So thank you. But I'm not going to give him credit. No, not at all. It's 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 very disappointing to to be a cherry flavored drink, but it's really good. It's really good. Hey, what's the percentage on it? He doesn't even know that he shit. He doesn't even know. Like, he can't even count I'm probably going to pass out like right here. Yeah, it's out. probably like a, an imperial, like a 17% <laughs> or something crazy. Oh, 6%. 6%, okay. Okay. And I was going to give Toad another bottle next week. You're not getting I shit now. I still have a small bottle at my house, but I'm not going to tell anybody about that now. Well, you can I? send me the big bottle. He can have the small bottles. No. I like the big bottles. I like the ones with the big old nipples on them. <sighs> Jesus. What? We're not talking about baby bottles? Uh, anywho. Oh, um, my bad. Let's see. So we've been drinking. Uh, we've been coughing and hacking and snot rocketing everywhere. Yeah. Um, what else? What else we got going on? Not much. Not much. Any gaming? Uh, I'm all over the place. Almost done with Metroid Prime. Of course, we're going to talk about uh, shortly here some PSVR 2. Yes. Um, random RPGs. Jump back into Halo a little bit. And yep. the itch has been itching hard. I've been playing that almost every day this week. Um. Still got some issues with it, still broken, but hey, it's a uh, Halo, and that's the only first-person game, first-person shooting game that I'm good at. So I, I don't mean, mind it. 
Uh, I don't mind it. The, the only first-person shooter game you play. That I'm good at as well. Uh, debatable. You can't even Halo. <laughs> I, I saw Halo. those scores last week. They were probably at the top of the charts, you man. You can't even Halo. I was at the top of the charts carrying the squad. Yeah, if you flip the screen upside down. Hey, man, inverted or it, not. It's, it's <laughs> Awkward. Anywho, yes, uh, yes. let's see. I've been playing a lot of Octopath Traveler 2. I'm almost like 33 hours into it now. It's crazy and, your way uh, into that. Like really, that. really good yeah, game. you got to pick it up. Really, really good game. Um, yeah, Tone doesn't play any games, dude. Listen, if anybody not wants anybody. to. If you, I'll play a game. I'm looking for anybody that would like to buy me Octopath Traveler 2 hard disc for the Switch, I will play it. There you go. Oh, well, that, that's nice. I mean, there, that's there you go. If you're nice, you want to, there you go. Just I'll take no it. Shame. I'll play it. And it's no, no shame. Unbelievable. That's, um, okay. Let's see. Uh, quick thing I want to touch on really quick. I went and saw Scream 6. Yes, you did. Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, it's it's still, uh, it, it hits me the same way the Fast and Furious movies hit other people. Mm-hmm. This, the, the movies just continue to be relevant going forward. Uh, they continue to be effective horror movies. Um, this one is a very much, I think it's a little bit darker toned. Um, there are some really elaborate, awesome setups for like um, the stalking scenes, or the, the scenes where like Ghostface is, is doing his thing. There's a couple of them that are actually really good, a lot of suspense. So uh, I'm actually a really big fan of this one. The only thing I think I was kind of let down by, it's just the ending, the big reveal of who it is. Um, and so when you find that out, I, I think it's going to vary from person to person. Um, I'm not saying, I'm not comparing it to Scream and Fast and Furious. I'm just saying I'm comparing it to how these movies continue to like gain momentum as they come out, no matter how many of them there are. I, I don't like the Fast and Furious movies, but it don't fucking matter because everyone else apparently does <laughs> yeah, and they make a bunch of money. Movie. Um, so it's just, uh, it's, it's a good movie. It's a good effective horror movie. Some good, uh, not, not really scary. There's a couple jump moments, but for the most part, it's just built tension, just constantly growing. Um, everyone's good at Jenna Ortega, uh, Barrera, uh, her first name is Casey, Michelle Barrera, I think it is. Uh, they're really good as the sisters again. They're really good. Courtney Cox is good. She's in it. Um, so it's, it's, it's a good flick, man. If you're a fan of the screen movies and you've really enjoyed them so far, I think this is more of the same, but a little bit darker tone, which I like. Mm-hmm. And they're, uh, it's not overly gory, but there are some pretty nasty kills. Uh, anytime you buy up knives and faces and eyes, that's where I'm just kind of like, Ooh. Okay, that's that's pretty graphic. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. I think it was cool. If you guys or girls, anyone checks it out, let us know what you think about it in the comments or hit us up on socials or in the Discord. Let us know what you th- thought of uh, yeah. Scream 6. So hang on a sec. I got to see it yet, so who knows when. Yeah, get your soon. shit together, dude. Hopefully this weekend or get soon. Get your Within shit the week. together. We're going to do a quick giveaway. We're going to do a giveaway tonight. Before we get to the first topic, we're going to do a giveaway, and the winner will get a T-shirt and a mug. B&B t-shirt and mug. Sweet. So let me get this thing going on here. Tone, tell a story. Uh, well, I don't know if I want to tell a story, but I did get the information uh, for Crash me. because I do want to mention Crash was good enough to one of the days during the um, Middle Mall Comic Con to be our booth babe um, and help us out and then actually sat with you during the cosplay contest and did. talked and gave you some uh, insight on some of the characters because he knew. So uh, he was also dressed like Prince that day. So a lot of you that were able to watch caught uh, you know, some photos of him as well too. So that was pretty awesome to check that out. But um, uh, no, we thank you again for that for Crash next year. Uh, maybe we can have you back doing that as well too. Hopefully Love we it. can get a, a couple of people maybe for each day to kind of just be out there talking what we're doing because you know honestly when you're trying to go live and you got people coming up to you thinking you're the cosplay booth is a little difficult so we need to make sure we have uh you know some folks in there 
to be able to, you know, talk about what we're doing. Because it is curious. Like, when you see people sitting there talking and you can't, you're not talking anything, like, yeah. it is curious for sure. And people want to know, well, what's going on over here? Well, it's, you know, we're live. So we, yeah. one of the things on the list is probably we're on live or live or and on we air. we are not a fucking so, information desk. No, we are not an information desk, but we do understand that uh, people need information, I guess. But either way, um, you know, again, thank you for that crash. Uh, we got a shirt coming to you here soon, too. I got your information, so we'll figure that out. But uh, The giveaway is now live. Now live. Uh, you have 60 minutes, exclamation point, enter to uh, enter into the contest. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the winner will be announced in 60 minutes. So close to 1030. Yeah, primer announce a winner. Wins, so. so exclamation point, enter, get yourself uh, entered in to win a T-shirt and B&B mug. Mm-hmm. We appreciate your support. We want to continue to give back to the community. Thank you guys so much. Do you guys need cuddles next year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mat- <laughs> yeah he, he needs to dress up like a uh, 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 Ray Trailer, uh, Big Boss Man from wrestling, like big, like in the SWAT outfit with like the the nightstick. Man, we would get complaints. No but way, I, but yeah, it'd be, be effective. It's effective, and yeah, sometimes yeah. you gotta learn the hard way, right? Yeah, well, you know, that's how it works around here. Right. So that contest will be running here for the next sixty minutes. Uh, let's move on to the first topic, Tone. Sounds good. Let's get to it. PlayStation VR 2 mm-hmm. is out. We've had a considerable amount of time playing with it. Mm-hmm. The headset, not ourselves. Um, speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Tom, first of all, what games have you really put some time into that you've really enjoyed? Um, You know, honestly, I put probably most of my time into Horizon. Yes. Um, And I actually, I, I, I bought it on that headset as well, too. Um, just so I well, I do realize I think my scores from MetaQuest could actually be universally over, but um, I did pick up uh, Pistol Whip as well, which is one of the best VR games. Period. Oh, You're basically man. John Wick on rails, and was I have it, no. Hey, that's problem. a win right there. Uh, I mean, it's it's incredible. So, um, but mostly Call of uh, is it called? No, Call the, the Mountain. Call the Mountain. That's what it is. So, um, I can't ever get the name right. I keep wanting to say Call the Wild. <laughs> uh, listen, I grew up, and this is a little random story about me like i grew up in the country grew up around you know hunting and things of nature i was absolutely bored with it i I was a gamer at heart half my time i was outside playing in the woods other half of it i was playing video games but to sit there still for hours on end at 5 a.m in the morning to try and hunt was not fun for me it was boring as fuck my hot chocolate was usually gone by 6 a.m and i was (laughs) fucked that said um, I, however, loved shooting weapons like guns and bows, and I was on a bow league growing up. Like, you know, most people do, like, in the cities, they probably go on a bowling league. Right. I was on a bow and arrow league. That's what I did. I shot oh, uh, wow. 3D McKenzie targets. That's what I did, usually first and second place. I was awesome, man. I go figure. So the fact that this was – I can, I can bring the plaque over if you'd like sometime. No, I'm good, Then bro. shut your mouth. So anyway, I don't want to so see the plaque that you made. So, so, <laughs> I'm going to smack you. Um. So to jump in something like VR and actually try and use a bow and arrow, I'm like, eh. I'm actually really, really surprised and how well it actually works, including, you know, when you're adjusting for distance stuff, stuff like that, because you can't, it's not like, you know, a Halo sniper gun where you just shoot straight and it goes straight. You got to sometimes, depending how far out, as you know, just like bullet drop or anything else, you kind of have to adjust for it. It really works well. I mean, when yeah, you're picking up does. the arrow and putting it and you're shooting, I'm just like, Wow, this is like natural. It was really cool. And then the first time you get to fight like the uh, the 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 birds. Yep. Yeah, there's the glints. I think glints. Glint hawks. Glint hawks was like, I was like, oh shit. This, cover dude, this, shit. this this is this is pretty next level. So, um, it, honestly, in even in the world, like when I got into it, and you're you're just you're looking at stuff. The thing I do, and this is very childlike, of course, 
Um, as I look at things and there's like plates and bowls and stuff sitting around, I'm grabbing them, going whoop, tossing them, yeah. tossing, throwing, <laughs> Dude, just young, to see. Anderson was laughing his ass off because I kept taking the bongos, yeah, and drums, yeah, and throwing plates and shit. He's yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. are you doing? I, I wanted, uh, but that was, I mean, as goofy as that is, and it, as you know, obviously, immersive. Yeah, it, it. Well, you, I wanted to see like how how were those physics working? Right. That was what it was. I'm like, okay, cool. Bunk, hard, soft, or whatever, you know? And I'm like, oh, shit, this stuff's really, like, yeah, legit, okay? It's really cool. So then I walk over to the little cave area and find the fucking paint. I'm like, oh. oh yeah, I wrote my kids' names on a little paint. I didn't. I made you a dick. You wrote a dick. I made yeah. a dick. Yeah, And I was like, is. oh, shit. There I just drew a dick on a caveman wall. Cool. <laughs> I tried to get a picture of it, screenshot to send you, because I know how much you love dicks, but I just figured, well, hey, paint it and walk away. If it's artistic, I'm fine with the dick on exactly, the wall. Exactly, but. I'm okay with um, it. Uh, you know, no, it was it's uh, it was pretty immersive already so far, and very honestly, the last few weeks because leading up to that, we got into them the the middle mall Comic Con. I just haven't had a lot of time to play I know. a lot of games. I know. Um, so I really haven't playing been playing anything else. And then people are like, "Hey, let's play some Halo." I'm like, "All right, let's play some Halo." <laughs> it's uh, hard, man. Only so much yeah. time in the day and so many different systems. Last few weeks, man, it's just been really busy. I haven't had that kind of time uh, in the evenings, but I'm hoping next week uh, before I uh, leave for Ohio, I'll have some more time. But yeah, either way, um, regardless, um, great time so far. Listen, at the end of the day, the last thing I really want to say about it uh, is that as somebody who's played VR pretty consistently for the last few years through the PSVR 1, two different meta quests, and now the PSVR 2, um, first of all, the PSVR 2 does things that the other VRs have not even close to doing. Maybe they are soon. I don't know. But oh, I'm sure. the eye tracking they're doing, the haptic feedback in the head, the haptic feedback in the hands is completely immersive. I mean, when you're literally dragging your water, as uh, Jay McKenzie said, and, and you got resistance or yep. you're moving something to the side when you're in the boat and, and call the mountain, um, it wasn't even all that stuff necessarily, but in a way it was because I, my, oh, my always my issue has been the clash detection. That's the thing yep. about VR. Like yep. when you're hitting stuff, like it just feels like you're going through it. Like when you're when you're clashing swords, even <coughs> even with like playing like uh, the Darth Vader stuff, like yep. your your lightsaber battling or whatever. It's just like man, it's missing something. Well, now because of the haptic feedback grips that are completely um, in a great design, they're definitely a little bit heavier too, um, because it's thrown me off compared to the MetaQuest. But it's taking care of that, right. and which makes it. That's it. That's that much more immersive. Like when I'm hitting stuff or touching stuff, yep. I can feel it because it vibrates or it gives resistance. Yep. That's like it, to to anybody else that's not tried VR, it might sound really minuscule, but as somebody that's played a lot of VR for yeah. a long time, yeah. it's like a next level step of immersion. Like, yeah. and and again, like to talk about the eye tracking and everything that you're doing, like it's fucking crazy, man. I, it, it's like it's like once again like playing brand new tech off something that you've been doing for a while and that somebody just comes out with it and does hey i've improved on this what do you think it, it's it's really almost like you're playing it for the first time again it's pretty awesome to go through the menus of some of those games and you turn on the eye tracking and you yeah, just look man. and you're looking you're looking at what mode you want to play and you don't have to move your stick you just look at it mm -hmm. and it knows what you're looking at and and it lets you select it yeah um, yeah, it, it's been a great experience. I've, I've played through um, a bunch of uh, Call of the Mountain, incredibly immersive. Um, the one thing I, I really appreciate is just the field of view, uh, the clarity. It's much clearer than on what PSVR 1 looked like. Um, you know, I, I, I enjoyed that. And I can tell you, man, when uh, there's, there's a lot of climbing in Call of the Mountain. Um, and there were multiple instances where I was, like, climbing and just looking down, and that's, like, a no-no for me. Oh, when, shit. When it hits me, I'm just like, Jesus. And then there's times where I'm almost, like, letting go. I'll freak out when I'm I'm just standing there, and I'm like, oh, shit, I missed the ledge, and I have to catch it. But I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, my God, my mind is here, you know? So 
Uh, it's just, like you said, it's all the little things. Using the bow, it's very intuitive. Uh, pulling back, aiming it, you know, using your line of sight, it's really, really good. Being able to duck, duck behind cover and all that stuff works good. The other thing I like about this is when, I, when PSVR 1, you had to face the camera. Wherever the camera was, you had to face it, which means usually the cord was in front of you, running in front of yeah. you. See, now when I play, on that, especially when I'm over there, I'm not facing the TV. I face away from it, so the cord's behind me, so I'm not really fucking yeah, walking yeah, around yeah, it. Yeah. It's always behind me, and that has helped me take advantage of the moving around in yeah. the space because it's much like meta where you create that space yeah. around you. Which looks like you're in the Matrix when you're doing it. It's fucking awesome, and that makes it much more immersive when you can actually walk behind and get yeah. behind rocks when those Glenhawks are attacking. So it's the little things like that, the little changes. Yes, it's wired, but not being tied to a camera you can move around and position yourself where the cord is behind you, right. and it's not so much in your way, much like it was on the PSVR one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I've really enjoyed that game. Uh, Moss is incredible now. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Moss, I liked it on PSVR, but it was just that screen door effect, the clear, <laughs> the, the visuals weren't as sharp as I'd like. Moss is a game, man, where I will sit there on my couch and just put the headset on it because it's meant you can just sit and play through this game, mm-hmm. and it is fucking awesome. Like, it is really a really, really good game. Really immersive. Mm-hmm. Uh, takes advantage of a lot of the features, the feed, the happy feedback and all that stuff. Really digging Moss. I got into Pavlov, and Pavlov is basically the first-person shooter that's out right now for mm-hmm. You know, I'm still waiting for Firewall Ultra. That's the one I'm really hoping yeah, that's one I think we're all will be on. awesome. Um, I've played Pavlov. Pavlov is the, first, is the only game out of this group right now that has made me a little uncomfortable. Um, moving around because you, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's a twitchy shooter like Call of Duty, but you got to have your head on a swivel and you're constantly moving around and and sprinting at times. And that's the one it where I'll take off the headset and I'm sweaty. I'm just like, oof, I got to mm-hmm. take a break. I wear a bandana. But like I played, um, I, I jumped back into Thumper. I haven't played that in like seven or eight years. Thumper is fucking awesome in VR. Incredibly immersive, awesome soundtrack. Um, I like that game. Uh, the kayaking game. I really liked it when I was in a very calm setting. You can set it up in, a, I think it's, I can't remember which location it is, but you could, during a storm. And it's cool at first because there's lightning and thunder and it's very immersive, but the fucking waves are this. And after like five minutes, I was like, okay, not this one I'm not quite ready for yet. Like that was like worse than like Pavlov. I was like, I'm going to throw up if I stay in here for another five minutes. Shit, okay. Because you were like, did you sit this. down while doing that, or were you standing? <laughs> I was sitting. Okay. I was sitting down for that one. But okay. um, overall, though, I mean, it's been an awesome experience. Like the games look really, really good. I really think, uh, I really, they bring Beat Saber over. To- oh, they I will. They, they, they are. Will. They've already said they are, and I'm they waiting will. for that too. I'm really excited for uh, for Beat Saber as well. Uh, Switchback comes out tomorrow the, from uh, Supermassive Games. They have uh, Man of Medan and yeah. all those those games. So they have their. It's kind of like an on rail shooter, but it looks really good and it takes advantage of the your eyes eye tracking. And I was telling you about it. There's a section where you're like in this room and there's mannequins everywhere in front of you in a distance, and anytime you blink, there's a chance they're gonna move. So you blink your eyes and they'll move to a different spot. Or if you turn and look this way and you come back, they're they're closer. I can already imagine right now I'm going to be standing there and I'm going to blink my eyes and it's going to be one right in my face. I'm going to fall backwards over a fucking table, dude. 
I'm going to pee myself. And like horror is the one genre I feel I'm most excited about always when it comes to VR. Resident Evil 8. Uh, Resident Evil 8's Village. out there now. I've heard that's an incredible experience mm-hmm. in VR. I haven't done it yet. My plan too. Uh, but I have not. Uh, I haven't done it yet. I don't know if I'll stream it, Cuddles, but I might record the gameplay. It's a little bit easier to do stuff when I can record it. But uh, I might do that to get some of that switch back, man, because I can still record myself falling over the coffee table and breaking my legs. So good times. I do want to say, so Zach mentioned Gran Turismo 7 VR is next level. I've heard heard mostly good about that, so that seems to be on par. So I've heard good stuff about that. Um, I've I've read multiple articles where people get the the wheel and the pedals, and it's like fucking... The, the most realistic experience I've ever played. So outside of Glory Hole Simulator 4, which I hear is going to be <laughs> awesome, um, yes, the the game I'm waiting for, well, I, I did see that Ace Combat 7, the, the Maverick edition with the VR stuff is out, but I don't know if it's been upgraded yet for PSVR 2. I don't know if it's PSVR 2 really, uh, compatible yet. Right, and sadly I found out last fall, matter of fact, Eve Valkyrie online servers were shut down. It's all gone. And I'm really pissed. Yeah. Um, now, that's fine. Now, if Ace Combat can... St- somebody's got to step up and give me some... Like, I know people want to do the racing thing. I don't. I want to do the dog fighting in VR because, like I, I've told, said many times, Eve Valkyrie 2 or Eve Valkyrie online playing space... What's that free-to-play uh, 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 war game where you're flying? Uh, war, war, war Thunder? War Thunder. I think that's getting the PSVR 2 mode. Oh. Fuck. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's getting one. That would be gnarly. Uh, Glock too, so. guy, they did not give us a specific date yet. They just acknowledged that they are porting it to PSVR two. We're just waiting on them yeah. to announce a specific window. And I'm gonna guess, like without knowing this for sure, that's probably the most popular VR game out it's there. It's pretty high. Hand, hands down. I, I'm I, excited to get into so I can shit all over your scores. You can't touch my scores, but I don't. I I, I think <laughs> unfortunately the meta quest won't. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if they're. It's not like the glo- a cross. The, well, that's why I think with the, like well yeah with 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 pistol whip it's like a global thing. So I don't know. You might be able to. Pavlov but, is global too. Pavlov yeah. So I don't know how that would work. So there. I don't know if my global scores would translate over. Uh, or whatever, but I hope so because uh, nobody can touch my scores on Beat Saber, and people try, but uh, you can't. So that's perfectly fine. But I uh, definitely you should watch your mind. Tone is shit at Beat Saber, Brittany. Uh, I can confirm this. The challenge has been out for a while. If somebody wants to try and take down some of my hard BTS scores, feel free, but you can't. <laughs> There's actually some scores out there. I'm still in the top rank, three thousand and five thousands in the world right now on 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 Beat Saber right now. No shit. I, you look at me like I'm crazy as fuck, but I'm talking like even the BTS ones specifically. You're in the top three thousand. Yeah, global scores of these shit. Yeah, dead serious. Three thousand. I might take. Come this, talk to me when you're at like three hundred, bro. I might take this microphone and hit you upside the head of it. Crash? No, actually, now that you're asking, I feel like shit. I'm not giving you my old VR. People need I to stop. Feel this like VR shit. shit. But I'm doing a show because I wanted to talk about stuff. Yeah. And he wants to get sick, so he can take a couple of days off. Yeah, can I drink the rest of that? Let me get a drink of that Fuck real quick. I'll me. give you what I got. Fuck away from me. Uh, but over... <laughs> Top 300. Shut up. I can't even, I can't even count that. <laughs> Grow up. Uh, but overall, no, man, it's been an awesome experience. Uh, I'm excited for that switchback tomorrow. Uh, I want to check out the Creed game that comes out at the end of the month. The Creed boxing game looks pretty fucking dope. So they got a lot of games coming out to PSVR 2. The more I want to play, the more, the more stuff that comes out, the yeah. more I want to try it out yeah. because, uh, I, like I said, playing stuff like Moss and and, and and hopefully Switchback will be good. I also want to check out the After the Fall game. I mentioned that to you the other day. It's like a, it's like a Left 4 Dead in like a, a sci-fi setting. Mm. It It's it's 
a lot of people have been talking about the PSVR 2 update of it, and it's supposed to be really good. That'd be cool. You go uh, and run missions and collect loot and shit and upgrade your stuff. That sounds like, gnarly. Yeah. I think No Man's Sky in VR I want to play it, too. No Man, I did do stuff. No Man's Sky as well. It's I, really good. Okay, I've been hearing that, and then I hope maybe Raw Data might sometime put out more content or get an update for PSVR 2. That's another great... Uh, What's Raw Data? Raw Data is basically like iRobot, but with like guns and katanas. Uh, oh. It's pretty gnarly. That so. sounds fucking gnarly. Yeah, so I definitely want to see that. Come over to the PSVR two as oh man, I fucking well. love Vizzy's, dude. I mean, I'm telling this, this, this now. This is one of my top <coughs> three favorite flavors right now. The mimosa strawberry, mimosa strawberry is good, but That's the good, the, the lemonade set is the best set out of all of them. But yeah. that that raspberry lemonade, man, you get oh, the deuce, my deuce, God, raspberry too. lemonade, dude. I buy them nonstop at Meyer for that fucking deuce, stupid. deuce. Stupid, yeah, stupid. it They're is so good. So but uh, we want to get you guys Delish. a girl's thoughts. If you are into VR, if you picked up PSVR 2, let us know in the comments what games you're playing, what games you're looking forward to, what your experience has been like. We want to hear from you. Uh, up next, uh, we're staying with video games. Yes. But no, it's another, another. PC review. PC reviewings. I've got some comments about this one because, and, and you know, I don't think Drastin's going to like me because I actually picked up this game and I asked for a refund. 20 minutes later. I mean, isn't this basically Arc Valheim 2.0 well, hey, Minecraft 7.4? Maybe, maybe there's something I missed. Let's check out his Maybe there's something he missed. Let's check out Draston's PC review no. of Sons of the Forest. Does that sound staticky to you guys? Welcome, everyone. This is uh, another review huh? of Sons of the Forest or does that from sound Midnight good to you Games, guys? the continuation of the popular game The Forest on PC. It sounds good, really. In Sons of the Forest, we take the that story does. from the first game uh, where you were kind of crashing right, on a desert island or on an island where there was a lot of strange activities that were going on. And as you go there to survive, the escalation of the creatures that live there on the island gets worse and worse and worse. And we now take that even further in Sons of the Forest, um, allowing allowing you to explore further. First off, it's a beautiful game. Um, it's It's got a, a lot of forestry. You see birds, the clouds, the sun rays. It's a freaking, what the heck? Get away from me. Yeah, that happens often. These are the residents of the island, and they're not pleasant. And when they do meet your unfortunate end, they tie you up to a post that you must then release yourself from and uh, go get your things. So you quickly do that, and you can you can kind of hear the music. They actually found a radio somewhere, and they're they're listening to music. If you watch them, um, they're they're kind of some of them are dancing, some are listening. The AI is so good in this game. Um, from dodging out of the way of things to climbing trees to hide, you'll see them hiding in uh, in various locations. One one of the ones that you'll run into, uh, they they call them the muddies. Um, they'll hide in pile of leaves, and as you're walking by, they'll just jump out at you and start slapping you with their hands. Um, you you don't start out with the the weapons here. As you explore the island, you're gonna pick up rocks. You're gonna chop down trees. You're gonna find sticks. Your your typical survival game things. You've got to manage your food, and your water, and even your your tiredness. Uh, you have to rest on occasion. But thankfully, there's berries that are around, and there's several uh, different. There's deer, and there's squirrels and rabbits that uh, hide in the in the bushes. And then we have Kelvin. 
And Kelvin's always nearby. You can actually see a cannibal in the background here, in the very back, running around, running up the tree. Um, Kelvin's always close. Uh, he's your helper. He's one of two helpers that you get. Um, the electric chainsaw is just fantastic. That's a muddy right there. You'll see some of those coming up here. Um, you, you get two helpers. You get Kelvin and, and Victoria. And Victoria will be coming up here a, a, a little bit later. But... Uh, it's a it's a pretty intense game. Uh, it definitely keeps you on your toes at all times. Um, you can see here getting swarmed by the the muddies. Um, they 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 crawl on all fours as you see, and it's it's creepy. And I have one that, that kind of sneaks up on us uh, here here in a bit. But uh, having the gun helps. Else you have to use melee equipment, and they'll they'll swarm you and and drop little items. There's a lot of crafting in the game. You can build your own house. Here we're taking some sticks and building a fire so that we can uh, roast some, some food to stay healthy. And sometimes when you build a fire, you get uh, unintentional guests, whether that be Kelvin or it could be... Uh, oh, my God, it's another muddy guy. Get the axe. Get the... Oh, hold on. Hold on, folks. I, I, we just got to take care of this real quick. All right. Let's, let's make sure... You got to make sure they're dead because there are times they do get back up and there's actually these little creepy baby things. Hey, Kelvin. Hey, we're trying to we're trying to talk about the PC reviews here and you just keep coming over here and staring at me with your soulless looks. It, it looks like the way Tone looks at me when I'm drinking a beer. I'm suddenly completely uncomfortable. Um, but you can give Kelvin instructions. You can have him collect sticks or logs or or things. He nods with his blank stare um a big part of the game is exploring caves that are around the island um you'll find these dark places and you've got your trusty lighter until you find a a, a flashlight and it, it's really eerie in these caves because you hear a lot of things um there's dripping of course the the creatures that are, are here are different than the cannibals that are outside uh sometimes things fall oh, bats um, sometimes those will fly out at you, but in this case, like you find these weird, uh, little bunkers hidden and, and this is what lends to the story. Something bad has happened here and, and you're here to try to, to find that out. Um, but lastly, we find Victoria. Victoria is our helper here, which we can arm with actual weapons. Kelvin's too dumb to carry weapons, but Victoria, yes, that's three legs and three arms for your convenience. Um, we can... We, uh, there's Kelvin. Hey, Kelvin. You're always freaking here. Victoria, you can uh, change out outfits and uh, give give her guns. And she will, oh, as she trusts you more, uh, defend you and point to you where cannibals are. You can give her those uh, shotguns and different things. Um, but yeah, other than that, we're going to hang up some meat here, dry that out for later so we can go on another deep dive adventure in the in the lands of Sons of the Forest. And this is your Sons of the Forest PC game review. I highly recommend this. Uh, four and a half stars uh, right now. Uh, so check it out. Only on PC. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much, Drasten, for that very in-depth review of Sons of the Forest. I did pick that up, and maybe I just need to play it more. But um, I just I did I I hopped into it, and I was just like, dude, this it wasn't running particularly well, and I don't know if there's some stuff I had to adjust in it. 
Uh, but I, and it was also just kind of like, eh, kind of okay. But I, I mean, look, I, I trust Drassen's reviews more than I trust his. And, uh, if he says this game is good, then maybe I need to go back and revisit this. Uh, it is currently only on PC. It's on steam. Uh, I'm sure it'll make its way to consoles because I believe this is a sequel to the forest, which is on all consoles and, and, and PC. So hopefully it'll make its way there. Um, I don't know if it's crossplay or not. Um, I don't even know if Forest had like multi- like crossplay multiplayer yeah, at the nice time though. when it came out, but yeah. um, no, Drastic, thank you so much, man. I appreciate. Oh, no crossplay. Okay, appreciate the review nonetheless, man. That was really really good, informative, and I'm glad that you're enjoying it. And maybe that's something I need to look into at another point if more people get into no. it. <laughs> Toad's like, nah, man, we're good. You're not getting it. I mean. <coughs> Ark, Valheim, Minecraft, No Man's Sky 2.0, Sons of Wars. You know, I'm not going to lie, dude. I actually watched a video today of someone playing Valheim and Xbox, and I was like, this game's going to run like shit. I was wondering about that. It was running really good. It looked like it was running really smooth. I was like, oh, really? He doesn't like games that aren't him. That doesn't make any sense. I mostly play JRPGs, brah, and RPGs. It's a valid point. It's a valid point. Valheim is really off. It is. Like, I was really impressed. I was watching it. I was like, wow. So you're saying good on Xbox? It's running really good on Xbox. I was Maybe like, I'll I was expecting it to be shit, dude. Because, like, normally, whenever I see some of these PC-specific games make their transition over to either Xbox or PlayStation, they're always horribly yeah. optimi- unoptimized. They don't run particularly well. But watching the video, the guy had it at 60 frames, and it looked like it was running smooth. I was like, okay. Interesting. I probably won't play it, but uh, that troll made me mad. The troll, oh, dude, actually, when I got there, a troll was busting into his camp. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. No, it's it's a game I'm curious about. I'll probably download it on Xbox. I forgot that dropped today on uh, on Xbox Game Pass. Cool. So maybe we'll sort of Sweet. B&B community on there, dude. Sure. Sweet. Gosh, he is, you're right. He hates everything that's not Halo. It's unbelievable, dude. Shut the fuck up. It's unbelievable. Hey, I, tr- I gave Ark the, the college try years ago. Well, that- Ark is shit, Ar- Isn't Ark still in beta? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> exactly. Ark sucks, dude. <laughs> exactly. Like, look, man, I want to play. I want to enjoy these survival games. Ark fucking sucks. Hey, the Ark bit, to be fair, Draston, has literally still tainted friendships to this day. So you, you learn. I learned the hard way through a game where you have to micromanage everything and count on everybody to not only take from the pot but add to the pot <laughs> when you add two groups of friends together if you don't know some of these people very well it don't work and it creates animosity, animosity. <laughs> so we're good on games like that for a long time i do like games where it's you know there's some management like that like i had a good time with valheim at first until you know the troll destroyed my house so I just I think the thing at the end of the day is just it's just like Minecraft. I like build modes. I just like to build shit. I get off on that. So it you is. You don't like it when is. things come in and just just destroy years of work. No. <laughs> no. Nope. Did you stream that when that troll? I want to see it if you did. Uh, no, no, I wasn't. I don't think I was still streaming. Where, at that did point. you get misty eyed? Were you just like, oh. no, I was pissed and I never played the fucking game again. <laughs> I can imagine your little character just this standing was, there watching this troll just demolish your shit. <laughs> this was, yeah, this was after I bought, like, well, first of all, it almost killed my computer, and I had to buy, like, an air thing because it's a little bit older because the one gig Valheim decided to, like, I don't know, destroy my shit or something. Make it <laughs> way too hot, and it would kept cutting out. So, hey, you know, I'm good on it. I, no, I, I listen, I, I get why people like them, but, you know, everybody that plays these games plays them for a couple weeks, and the next one comes out, they play that one. Yeah. They, There's, like, no I'm consistency. Like, let's no, just stick these with same it. games are always going to be similar in some way that they're 
the resource management. You start from nothing. You punch a you punch a tree. You get some wood. You create a stick. You get blah blah blah. Cool if you got that. But I, every other three weeks is a new one, so I'm good on it. There's a lot of those games, man. There's a lot of them. Sorry. All right, Tone. We've got a couple of movie reviews before we get to the final big topic because I, I feel like this is gonna be a good conversation. Hey, don't forget exclamation point enter. Yes. Get into the giveaway. Get into the giveaway. You can get yourself a and b t-shirt that's fucking dope yeah. and a and b mug that goes great with coffee and liquor. Have my face on your breasts. Yes. Do that. Yeah, yeah, that. Chest, breast, whatever you want to say. Oh, yeah. chest. I think that's a more- Whatever. I think that's a more acceptable term. Teats? No, chest. No. I think is, is best uh, to put it that. Chest is best. Chesticles. There, that works, too. I almost wanted to see a, I put in a suggestion to stream out. So can you guys do a thong with our faces on it in the shield? Like a speedo? Hey, Freezy. <laughs> can you do if it? I need something done. Yeah, get... man. Can I put a shield with our faces? Like, it'd be kind of cool. Like our faces would be down by the nuts. Hey, can I, can I really just real quick before we get into the next topic? Oh, I just want to say, no, oh. no, this is just, a, this is a freezy appreciation. Oh, freezy appreciation. I moment? had a 45 love... minute conversation with him last week. That probably could have been five or 10 minutes. And it was the most lovely conversation in the world. I absolutely love talking to this guy. Such a great guy, such a, a an ideas guy and a thinker. Just, absolutely wonderful human if you get to get a chance ever in your life to come to saginaw one of the first things you should be is like can i finally meet freezy we'll figure that out for you that's it that's all I tell you man whenever we are able to get a bnb get together like in the summer he's got to be there he's gonna be there and he's got to make some of the food he's gonna make <laughs> he is gonna make the food like, like freeze you didn't know this yet yeah, but, but by the way the thing you're gonna be cooking cuddles you're gonna be doing ribs yep. you're gonna be doing all your jazz yeah and uh we're gonna drink yep and yep. catering cuddles so. make some breakfast we'll be good Oh, Carl's to do breakfast. Sausage, biscuits, and gravy. He does dinner. There you go. Uh, hey, man. I seriously do want to do one of those. Like, all jokes yeah. aside, I yeah. really want to do a B&B get-together. I think we should, like, sit down. Man, I think we'll have to target next year at this point. Yeah. Um, I, I have a week off this. in I can't June, pull this week. And I have I a week off year. in August. I know the August one is like a family trip, but there is some time in June. But maybe next year. <laughs> I think. <laughs> He's still waiting on TTV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so is the rest of the people that are disappeared now. <laughs> you know, to be fair, the last TDB thing was planned for the summer of 2020, which was technically still COVID and yeah, travel man. was the whole thing. COVID derailed that shit. But also COVID derailed TTB, but that's a whole other topic. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I blamed I blamed COVID for that. Yeah, we like we like going through stream teams. It's fine. It was 2019. No. Yeah, it was because we started doing the show in 2000, 2018. 2019. Was when well yeah yeah you're right but no I'm not right Cuddles is right say it say it so we can hear it say it so we can hear it B and B was twenty yeah we were in 2020 no we were no 2019 is when some of the members we had the first right but we had between, the 2019 one. is when the B and B the TTB thing was planned well for 2020 no it was 2019 because we did 2019 was oh my god you're wrong that was your 40th birthday 2019. You remembered. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and we had people in town for that, remember, for the TTB for the I first meeting. I do meeting. remember so that. So we planned that following year, that 2020. It was. He was right. So it was right. Yeah. 2020 was the plan. It was canceled. Before. See? Yeah, Shut the birthday. fuck up. You're still wrong. Cuddles is right. Fucking birthday, bitch. Cuddles, uh, dude, Cuddles, 2024. There you go. It's a real thing. It's happening. It's coming. Fuck twice. It. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyways. Let's jump to our movie Side reviews. Track. We got a couple movies we want. Love you, Freezy. Even though Co- uh, uh, Tone didn't go see Scream, we did go see one of our most anticipated movies. Yeah. Of the year, dude. When the trailer dropped for this fucking movie, Tone and I were like, 
okay, Adam Driver's fucking amazing. And he's either going back in time or he's traveling across the galaxy. Who knows? And he's showing up on Earth during the dinosaur period. Sweet. Uh, hot, this is going to be incredible. Premise is awesome. I mean, seriously, Love you it. tell me that. You show me that on paper. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's a fucking, that's a James Cameron billion dollar franchise right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you and I were like, fucking hype, bro. Mm-hmm. Hype for this shit. And so like, all right, man. And then the day comes where we're going to go see it. And, uh, you know, we're like, you know, we're not going to look at reviews. We're not going to read reviews. We're going to go in clear-headed. I looked at reviews. And then we went, we looked at the score, and I was just like, oh. Well, fuck. This is not reviewing particularly well, but that's okay. That's okay. They don't understand us. They don't understand this nerd shit. Yeah, dinosaurs. They don't appreciate dinosaurs versus Adam Driver. Right. Right. Okay? You guys are fucking stupid. This movie's amazing. Right. So you and I go to it. It's 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Something like this. Something like Cocaine Bear, perfect. Mm-hmm. 90 minutes. Awesome. Something like this, I'm kind of hoping for like two, two and a half hours. Man. I want to like really dive into shit, yeah. Yeah. figure out what's going on, where he's from. Right. And we get there, I'm like, oh, it's a 90-minute movie. May okay. see him like without a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, right as we sit down, it's like, hey, Sony Pictures, Columbia. Yeah, when you see the Columbia, that's when you get worried. you're just like, oh, yeah, I it, forgot. It participa- yeah, with Sony, but then it showed the Columbia. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, fuck. We're like, okay, well, that's okay. It doesn't that's mean okay. anything. No, no. It's Adam Driver. He's bad on dinosaurs. <coughs> Tone, um, I I didn't hate this movie. No. But this is not the movie that I was anticipating to see based on the trailers. Yeah, and, you know, listen, it's not Morbius. It's not definitely things, not Morbius. Not of things are, but... Um, the, the premise, I, I was looking at this like from a video game scope, right? Yep. Like a ri- little, maybe a little Dino ridiculous. Christ. Like, yeah, yeah. Like Dino Crisis, uh, you know. Rock, something like right, that. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. I'm thinking, okay, we're going to do a little sci-fi twist. Like, you know, when you think about time-wise, like, okay, so we're prehistoric Earth. Okay, so you're talking, they dr- flew billions and billions years ago. Okay, 60, blah, blah, blah. Okay, math. Okay, universe been around. Okay, makes sense. Right. Makes sense, in theory. the The premise of it, the movie is more about Adam Driver and dealing with the loss and yeah. protecting her and getting her off the planet before the big meteor hits. There is not enough dinosaurs in this movie. There's not enough action in this movie. Based on the trailer, based on the trailer, I'm thinking this is gonna be a fucking High octane, suspenseful, awesome Jurassic Park, futuristic Jurassic Park. How do you fuck that up? I'm not saying they fucked it up. It's a it's a decent story. There were some good scenes. There were some good scenes. Yeah, there was some some good good scenes, scenes, but there wasn't enough of them. There was too much downtime. Yeah, and I get they're trying to build up the, the the relationship between him and the girl, and. And once you understand what happens to his daughter, you understand his perspective of things and why he's doing what he's doing. But at the same time, it's dinosaurs and he's got a gun. Yeah, we were too, J Hill. Trust me. You're killing me. I was hyper. J Hill, hey, look. If like when I saw this trailer, I was expecting a fucking balls to the wall action movie. Uh, a fun Jurassic Park with sci-fi shoot 'em up shit. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. Adam Driver's a fucking badass. And he's cool, 
But it's there's, there's a lot of slow moments in this. Yeah, and it's really slow in a lot of areas. But and, but then and then towards the end, when they try to ramp it up, there's a lot of kind of like dumb shit happening, and shit yeah. that doesn't make. I mean, I get it. I have to suspend disbelief. Yeah. in a movie like this, I get that. But at that point, I'm seeing shit happening. I'm just like. It was a little extra, like okay. trying to escape and do things like the, the the series of events that kept happening so they could finally whatever was just like, are you like, that, <laughs> it was a little unnecessary. And I Especially get, compared to everything that came right. 75 minutes prior and, to And it. there were certainly some times in the movie where they there were was, a little weird. The there, designs were, it was all at night. If you notice that most of the shit is at night where CGI is a little bit cheaper to do. Yeah, and, and like, there was some decent tension because of that. And, and, like, the dino designs I don't have a problem with because you got to remember that, and I told this to you coming out as I, well, he too. He did mention this because I said to him, I was like, dude, some of the dinosaurs, Canada. like the T-Rex, I knew what that was. Yeah. But then there was a couple of those, I was like, what the fuck is that? But you, we're still going off of, like, old ideologies of what we knew about exactly. dinosaurs and over time we've learned a lot more because realistically what we think at this point now from paleontologists and archaeologists work is that most dinosaurs may have actually been feathered because they're direct descendants of birds which we've known for many many hundreds of years or whatever decades or whatever at this point so you know they they think that they would have progressed like that as well too so the designs weren't really that much of an issue, you know, because like, you know, we're unearthing stuff all the time. We don't know everything either right. in that sense as well, too. Like we can piece them from what we're getting from their fossils, but that's all we have to go on that. So while the designs were a little weird, I mean, if I mean that that to me is so minuscule compared to everything else, like the movie just wasn't overly all like great. Like it was enjoyable. I had fun with it. There was yeah. there were some times that were fun, but like the story was so lackluster. And listen, here's the thing, like. The thing that really threw me off about this, <laughs> more than anything, and this is the thing, and here I'm, I'm and I will say this: I, all I'm saying is, don't pay for this movie in the theaters. Don't pay it for an early no, watch access. It on digital. Wait till it comes out free on digital, some platform, and watch it and be the judge. Because honestly, this, somebody might find this as a gem and be like, "It's." A, I it's could a, see my kids enjoying this, right? And that's fine. And and like I said, I didn't hate this movie. Would I watch this again? I would watch this again. Does that mean I'm going to enjoy watching it again? I don't know. But, um, you have. <laughs> you have an entire race that apparently is exactly like human. Um, not always, Zach. That, that's a very dangerous statement. No, I, I don't very, agree with that 100 percent at all. Very, <laughs> oh, very. Not always go to the theaters to see movies. Absolutely not. Um, you have an entire race of people that are clearly human, humanoid, human. Who knows? They probably call themselves human. I don't know. 65 million years ago that live probably billions, billions of light years billions. away and they're literally coming to earth and ironically enough <laughs> everything that they're talking about is named the same things that we named them oh there's water there's water that's a knife there's a yeah, that's a couple miles that's away that's a gun that's my yeah like my like it's basically like another one of us I'm, somewhere else. that was the thing that made it the most hard for me to suspend my disbelief because i think i mentioned that maybe even during the movie <laughs> i'm like did. i was like why are they calling like why wouldn't he call water like something like wet or anything like, anything but water, yeah like yeah. uh you know just like i like even their language like even if they spoke the same language, like dialect, just so we can understand the movie, I understand that, right? <laughs> why are why are the things like 
not like the same nouns the same like their language should not reference anything that we say at all there's no and like because of the 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 asteroid hitting you know the, the things that were clearly quite left behind there mm-hmm. you know over time and over 65 million years is going to melt and whatever the you know the plate tectonics move and volcanoes and blah 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 and everything burns right but that's fine but like that was the hardest thing for me it wasn't the weirdest dinosaur designs because to me that i can logically kind of connect those dots but it was the why are they referring to that as water? Yeah. You know, why is he saying the same things? Mountain? Mountain? Like, you're like, how the, the fuck? Crash. Why the fuck would he call that a mountain? Hey, man, Crash says, Han tells a rebel, I'll see you in hell, an empire. He, he does. Mean, he says hell. He I mean, does. I didn't know the Bible one. Galaxy's is far, far away. Right. Well, I mean, hell is also used in uh, uh, Norse mythology, too. So there's that. Well, so, he, he, well, yeah, exactly, Panda. I surely would. But, like, that's my point, though. Like, he was referring to and saying things and calling stuff the same way. As we. I'm like, why the fuck would he even? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Like, and I want to I want to circle back to what Zach said. Like this is a movie I would want to see in a theater. That's why I went to go see it. It's yeah. dinosaurs. It's sci-fi. The next movie we're going to talk about, Cocaine Bear. I didn't have to go to a theater to see that thing. So I think it just depends on the film. Um, not everything has to be seen in theater. I, I I agree. There are things like this that you should see in the theater if you're going to see it for the first time and you're trying to form your own opinion. But if you're listening to other people talk about it, or if you're listening to a friend and if a friend says, look. I don't think you need to pay for a theater experience. Uh, that's just a thing. Everything I see, I, I disagree with that. Everything is better in the theater. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. agree with that, and that's fine. Uh, but like, I just um, like like there are certain movies where you can watch the trailer and be like, I don't have to see that in the theater. Yeah, I'll Clerks, wait. the movie Clerks, not really something you need to see in a theater. Sure. It's just it's black unless you're and white. A super fan. It's, well, I mean, unless you're a super fan, which again is something like this. If you're a super fan, it's very subjective. Fine. You can go see it, but it's it's subjective. But I don't think every single movie deserves to be seen in a theater. Mm-hmm. I just I will never agree with that. And I think it, there you go. Couch is so much more comfortable. Couch That's is, one, th- especially if you put some money into your fucking shit downstairs. If you, I'm not saying like a ton, but if you have like surround sound, a comfy couch, surround sound, big serious so, dude. If you get surround sound, you got a 14 and a nice, inch fucking subwoofer. Yeah, a big TV and a couch. Room you can two. create a movie experience. But again, you're still missing some stuff. Works to be better in theaters all the time. So, hey, man, that's cool. I'm not going to get your body. You'll be the only one on that hill. Uh, but overall, like, like I said, I didn't hate this movie. I didn't hate it. I was just disappointed with it. Because uh, I expected a little bit more based on the trailer. And I do feel like the story was was a little slow. And, and and towards the end, you're just like, okay, this some of this stuff is just dumb. Like, it's just not, it's not like... I have an issue spending disbelief. I've, I've seen a lot of movies. But at the, towards the end, I was just like, okay, this isn't making any sense. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be plot holes in a lot of things, especially sure. talking fantasy, sci-fi, fantasy, midi, anything really, right? Um, But man, oh man, was was like the, the, the ending was the most puzzling for me when it came to that because it's like these series of events just keep happening. Are you, are you like, does this guy also happen to be the most universally bad luck guy in the world? Like, what, like what is this? What's the fucking point here? Like, you know, we could have done this. Everything that you were doing could have been done differently. Like right. even like the point to where the end when, um, here's the thing. Anytime you have a child involved, that is supposed to be some form of like alpha character yeah. is very hard for me to buy into. That was one of the problems with Black Adam. You had this, you had Black Adam, who's Black Adam, yeah. and he's taking advice from a fucking kid. You know, the last person I'm taking advice from from Black Adam, a fucking kid. You know what I mean? So like, shut the fuck up, go play your goddamn Game Boy, and leave me alone. 
and that's kind of what was happening towards the end of this this movie as well too. It's like yeah. there's great levity when you got great characters that help and add to it. Like if you're short round from the Indiana and the Temple of Doom, you know Indiana. It, I didn't say that right at all. No, you um, did. Short round, yeah. From yeah, Indiana but and Temple no, Doom. I, I didn't get Indiana Jones. You said Indiana and the Temple of Doom. There we go. That's Thank a you. Porn, I think. God, <laughs> a lot of things just flashed in my eyes and behind my head. Don't ever do that again. Um, you love yeah, I mean, there's a good example too. Yeah, that, the another Iron thing, Man three. Iron Man three, <laughs> yeah, the kid in there, yeah. like now. Nah, I don't want to get down that topic. Um, but it, it certainly overall is not something that I'm just going to believe. Like a, a nine or ten or eleven year old is going to be like, oh look, I'm going to fucking stab shit and fucking. It was weird. Yeah. So, anyways, at the end of the day, before we talk in circles anymore, Netflix on the toilet always beats theaters. Now, I'm not going to agree with that because some of Netflix movies have been fucking terrible. And I would much rather see some movies in theaters. So, yes, uh, it's definitely subjective. Yes. Um, but I, but I, but I dig it, man. Like I said, it was. It wasn't a terrible movie. It's just one of those things where it's one of those, it's a forgettable movie. There's nothing I, yeah. about it that you're gonna be like, man, I can't wait for them to make sixty six. There's no. It's not. I'm not. I'm not waiting for the sequel. So it's just like great, cool movie. That's okay. It's whatever. You know, hey, Adam Driver was as good as he could. Driver's be in it, awesome, man. Driver's a great actor, and he makes the best of what he's. But doing. like, even then, like you know, because he's dealing with a fucking kid who's basically mute to him. You yeah, couldn't you get full range out of him either, yeah. and that's fine as well too. But like the re- a lot of the stuff around it just wasn't making it a, a great good movie. It was all right. I feel like this just should have been a much more bombastic, amazing. I think with the premise, it could have thrilling been thrilling movie, and it just but, it just didn't hit that and I th- hit those highs. And I think part of the reason we keep talking about it like this is just because we, we really, really wanted we, to we, be we good. were excited about it. Yeah. I really, really wanted this to be like an amazing movie, the start of a franchise, because I do think Adam Driver is a leading man. He has the b- ability to do that. Mm. Uh, it's just the story is a little eh, towards we, the we end. We need so. to get him in a role where it's it's like a like a like a long time thing, like outside of Star Wars, because they ruined that themselves. Give but him like, another trilogy. Get him in some something kind. big to we we can get him because even his comedy bits are enjoyable. Like he's fun. he's got that dry humor he, and, he, and it works. Dry humor, his yeah. dry humor bits are great. Like he's a great actor and he's good in a lot of things. Like I want to see him in something big and grandiose that can carry it. He 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 is a guy who can do that. Oh, absolutely. But we're just we're just waiting for that now. I don't want to get too far off this, but I just recently, I know Creed 3 is out, and I really want to go see this. I finally watched Creed the two, two the last yeah. two Creeds. Oh, yeah. I had no idea these movies were so good, and shame on me for never watching them. Yeah. But Michael B. Jordan, there's a reason why he's entertaining. Like it's Fucking amazing, he's dude. He's pretty fucking amazing. And now that him and Jonathan Majors in his Creed 3, I know it's done really well, actually, I've been reading. I think it's done well. Like, I'm chomping at the bit to see this fucking movie. But that's my point. Like, you give him something where he can carry something for this. A guy like that, like, Adam Driver needs something like that. Uh, uh, Blanco says, Adam Driver in the new Naked Gun movies. Man, he would. Imagine him as Frank Drabin. I got to tell you, I am very intrigued by you. Even. Dude, he Blanco, does you, have you come that up with, dry you come up with sense that? of humor. Where'd you come up with that? I could see. Dude, I'm not even going to. I'm not bullshitting either, man. Like. I think of like Leslie Nielsen was a dramatic actor before he started doing comedy. Yes. He's a very good dramatic actor. Seeing somebody like like him in a in a dry humor type of role like that, that's not a bad that's not a that's not actually not a bad I can idea, actually man. kind of agree as a big Norm McDonald fan, I kind of agree with that as well too. He can yeah. he could totally remake any Norm McDonald movie. I love McDonald. <laughs> big Norm McDonald fan, but yeah. So anyways, we'll stop talking about sixty five before it turns to sixty six and I'm old as fuck as it is. We gotta move on to the next movie review. Tone, finally. It's out on digital now. Cocaine Bear. Another movie. You and I were like, 
fuck. Let's go. Ray Liotta, I mean, uh, in a Coke movie, he was in Blow. He was uh, Johnny Depp's dad in Blow. Oh, yeah. But, you know, so I'm thinking, okay, they're taking this real-life story about uh, a guy who was smuggling drugs into the country, threw all the shit out. He is dead. He threw all the Coke out the plane, and a bear found the Coke, ate it all, and OD'd right there. Not Coca-Cola. Not Coca-Cola. Cocaine. And the bear, a bear found all the coke that was on the ground, and he ate it, and he died. He over OD'd. But what they did in this movie is they said, no, he didn't die. Yeah. He turned we have another story to tell. psychopath. And, like, look, I go- went into this expecting it to be a dumb movie. I was expecting something along the, of the, a line from um, the guys of, like, uh, who's it? Uh, Lizard. Um, Super Trooper. Lizard looked towing. No, uh, oh. Super Troopers, uh, Beer Oh, Fat. those guys, yeah, 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 yeah. Those guys, those Lizard, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. the fucking shit. Uh, what, is their, what is their name? Lizard Lick Towing. It's not Lizard Lick Towing, oh. you fucking hero. Does anyone know? Something Lizard. Broken Lizard. Thank you, J-Hell. I was expecting something like that, just something really stupid. Sure. With a fun cast with an 80s vibe. I'm yeah, like, Blanco. All right, cool, man. Let's get down with this. And, uh, Tone, I'm going to go with you first on this one, man. You know, I... Same thing, like, I just expected uh, more comedy than anything, like, ridiculousness. Sure. And I think that we kind of align close on this. I think I do differ a little bit, is that um, I actually was dialed into the movie pretty much the entire time. Mm-hmm. I, I was entertained the entire time, mostly. I do feel like there's a lot of missed opportunities in some of the jokes, dialogue, this, that, and the other. Uh, I was mostly intrigued and entertained by... The actual things that the bear was doing were pretty ridiculous, and it would set up these events that was almost like a domino effect. Um, I the, the whole entire ambulance scene, the whole that entire <laughs> series of events, that ten or fifteen minutes, because it had the guy, the one guy. If you're familiar, if anybody's been watching like the reels of the TikToks of the the guy with the mustache, he's a stand-up comedian. Um, he does the uh, um, the retail things from like uh, IKEA. He's like the meatballs aren't that great, Linda. You know, if you're familiar with him, he, he, you know those talks are really funny. He gets a lot of hits on him. Um, he, he was in it, so I'm like, okay, we're gonna get some good com- comedy chops out of him. He's got we- a lot of talent. You got the Ferguson guy from Modern Family. Yeah, you didn't. And you didn't get. You got the guy that played Han Solo in the Solo movie. Yep. That's you know, right. That's that's yeah. Where he's Adrian from. or I can't even think of the son. Um, really, the son. Um. But, you know, like, at the end of the day, again, I, I was entertained by it. I actually enjoyed the movie. Um, but it did kind of fall short on some of the the extra things that I guess I wanted from it. Like, yeah. it was trying to lean into some of the ridiculousness, and you would get some of those. Um, but it just almost, like, wasn't enough. Like, it couldn't decide where its line was. Like, was it trying to be serious? Was it trying to be funny? Right. Like, I feel like it, it, it was really trying to balance them. And there was times where the balance, I felt, worked. But... There was a lot of missed opportunities because it really wasn't leaning to one way more than the other. Sure. Um, I definitely feel like Ray Liotta, like, he had presence when he was on the screen. He was used way too little. Because mm-hmm. um, you, if you got Ray Liotta t- attached to the fucking thing, I don't care. Use him. You, yeah, I don't care what you're paying him. Fucking use him, for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? I, I, I did tell you I felt like all the, the, the cast from, like, small actor to big actor, whoever it was, because some of the actors have been, like, in small parts and other things as well, too. I can't remember where the old lady's from, because I, I recalled it last night, but I, think, I just recently <laughs> saw her in I something. think she was in uh, Megan. Wasn't she the neighbor? She may have been that, but she was also in something else. No, she was not the neighbor. She was, the she was in something else, though, too, but I can't remember what it was, and I mentioned it the other night when I watched it. But um, 
they I felt like they were actually like really like regardless of where it was laying with dialogue or anything else like the the, the they're cast, having fun the cast was like dialed into it too like I felt like they were doing the best they can there was some weird like random characters that are just like I don't even know what the point like they're supposed to be like right. the cannon fodder and there were some scenes involving the cannon fodder that I was just like oh shit yeah. like that happened so there were some fun scenes like that like I said at the end of the day I was entertained I enjoyed it. But um, I'm not going to sit here and try to tell everybody that, you know, it's this great movie. Like, don't pay for it in early access. I would say, again, with this movie, don't pay the money for it. Mm-hmm. It'll be free in three months on some fucking platform. Wait for it. Watch if it. it's you... universal, it's... Uh... Paramount or something, maybe? or uh, Not Paramount. Where, where did Megan go? Peacock? Oh, yeah, maybe. I can't remember. Wherever Megan landed is where yeah. is where this yeah. one's go. I, like I said, I, I still had fun with it. Like, I think I enjoyed it, I think, more than you. Um, but at the end of the day, like, you know, you bring up some points of it and I think a few other folks do too, that I've read as well too. (laughs) I mean, I can't disagree with it. Um, but for me, like for what it was worth, like I enjoyed it and I was, I was dialed in. Oh, Carrie Russell was in. Yeah. Sneaky Pete. That's what it was. That's what it was. Now, Carrie Russell, I want to talk about just for a brief moment. Now she was a Mouseketeer in the nineties and I want everybody to know she was my favorite Mouseketeer prior to Brittany and Christina being Mouseketeers. I was a huge fan of Carrie Russell, and she had, I can't remember her first actual movie outside of being a Mouseketeer, and I was so hype about it, and to this day, she still captivates me just a little bit, so, um, she's a great, but she's a great actress at the end of the day, too, though, so, um, again, cast surprisingly had some great members in it, uh, um, I, I definitely- A lot think, of funny people involved. I definitely feel like everybody should watch it at some point, I just don't think you should pay the money to do it. I'm glad I didn't, I'm glad I didn't spend the money in the theater. Yeah, it's like, like- like if you're there for the bear, JT. you won't be you won't be disappointed. I mean, the bear is coked out, and there are some gory kills. It's not a fu- it's practical effects, and it's fucking nasty. Like there are some shit where you're just like, oh, I mean, limbs. There's parts of people laying, which I everywhere. appreciate. I dig it. It's a it's a bear on cocaine. Yeah, I love that part of it. With the bears on screen, I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's see people get pieced out. The bears mm-hmm. get addicted to coke. That's funny shit. Mm-hmm. But Everything in between has to be funny, too. It has to be funny, especially with the people involved. And a lot of the writing, a lot of the dialogue is just, you're just like, okay, I'm just ready for the next kill. And that's where I feel like it's a missed opportunity. It's yeah. a, I'm just waiting for these people to get killed, and I'm I'm kind of like sitting there twiddling my thumbs, like, all right, come on, let's get through this. Mm-hmm. Cool, yep, Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta's a scumbag. He plays a great scumbag. Ray Liotta plays a great scumbag. He's not given a lot to work with, but what he is given, like, he's like, you're a piece of shit, yeah. and I dig Ray Liotta for embracing that. But, like, everybody else is, as Toad says, they're there as cannon fodder, but for fuck's sake, be a little bit more self-aware. They are self-aware, but it's just not funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't funny. Like, when you're making a movie about a bear doing coke, there can't be any downtime. Mm-hmm. There can't be any, like, all right, let's, let's, let's move it along. Let's get to it. It was like the bear showed up, cool shit mm-hmm. happened, and then it was like bad SNL skit after bad SNL skit after bad SNL skit. And I don't mean the good bad, the bad bad, where, like, nobody's laughing. It was just like, Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's get to it. So I feel like it's 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 something you'll watch with your friends if you're drinking one night, or we get high as fuck and you want to watch something goofy and it'll help time go by. Whatever, it's 90 minutes. I just feel like, man, 
this could have been fucking hilarious. Mm. It's a hilarious premise. Ah. It's a way. It's a cool way to twist a real life story about a bear that ate a bunch of coke and OD'd. But instead, dude, did you realize that was Torbjorn at the beginning? Absolutely. I was. Well, dude, when I seen Torbjorn, I yeah. was like. Man, Tormund? what a cast! Tormund, Tormund, Tormund. What yeah. was I saying? Torbjorn, Torbjorn. Yeah, Tormund. Yeah, I yes. saw him right, as soon as I saw him. Like, oh, Tormund. I'm like, Tormund. Where's the yeah, big woman? Like, Where's the big go. woman? Yeah, where's the big lady at? Yeah. Uh, but no, like, um, it was good, man. Like, it, it could have been better. It could have been a lot better. Uh, but it was okay. I, it's just something where I think if anyone watches this, they'll be like, cool. If you're just there for the bears, if you're just there for the bear kills, you'll probably be like, oh, bear, different bears. Never mind. That's cool. That's fine. But, I mean, as a comedy, it needed much more in between the kills. Yeah, and, you know, we keep going back to the cast, and I keep remembering the cast as I'm saying it out loud, but, like, you had Little Ice Cube in there. Yep. Shay. Little, yep. He, he's been in some side, like, he's been great in some of the stuff yeah, he's what been was, in, too. What was, what was the big one he was in recently? Um, it's a sci-fi flick. Uh, he was a Mandalorian. Or uh, Boba Fett. The episode when they're underground before... Um, Who's old girl that uh, the oh, Inquisitor? Was he? He's the guy that's working with underground. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. He was in that. He was really good um, playing his dad in the uh, NWA Obi-Wan. biopic. Sorry, Obi Wan. Yeah, it was Obi Wan was in. He was really good in the uh, the NWA biopic playing his dad. He he had a side role in uh, you know Godzilla King of the Monsters. He was great that's in as right. well too. That's right. Pretty memorable for being a side character. So. You know, again, a lot of good characters, a lot of or like cast members. Unfortunately, like I, I feel like it would have leaned more into the comedy. It could have been epic, but I, again, like I, I, for whatever reason, I was dialed in. I was enjoying it, and I think it might have had to do something with the fact that I was waiting for some gory kill or some. And, and you get those. You, you get do. Those. I will only say one of my and, and to to definitely agree with a lot of the things you say. Um, the CG on the bear sometimes was very bad at times. It was. Yeah, I mean, the bear was one hundred percent CG. There's it no was, bear in this movie. At it was, all. but it was tough at sometimes. Yeah, yeah it, was it was. Tough. It was tough at sometimes because there was a couple scenes. I'm like, oh god damn, like I could draw better than that. So, yeah. but I mean, um, there's some funny scenes with the bear. I mean, when you see the Cubs doing coke, you're just like, dude, Jesus Christ, yeah, man. Yeah, was, I mean, that shit is funny, yeah. but it's just everything. Mm-hmm. There's just too much downtime between those funny moments with right. the bear. I mean, I get it. The bear is the star of the show, but man, just give me something else, a little bit better yes. writing. To I mean, these characters are caricatures, basically. Mm-hmm. They're fucking goofy characters yeah. that are going to get yeah. killed. At least give them some better dialogue back and forth just to really show that they're scumbags or they're losers or something. They just There's just not enough of that in this movie. Yeah, yeah I'd agree. And um, yeah. But yeah, if you, uh, if you checked out Cocaine Bear, let us know what you think. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Is it gonna be? Is it destined to be a cult classic? Did you see it in the theaters? I guess. Did you see it in the theaters, Zach? Let's take a look at uh, the, the giveaway and see. Zach. Zach, where's it at? There it is. Hey, Zach. Uh, by the way, um, so you know, uh, the Samoa is the best uh, Girl Scout cookie, and I did see you gave it a five hydrates, and uh, that's absol- a fine review. That's a that's a very spot on review. Um, I mean, spot on. That is my favorite. All right. All of them. One minute and 30 seconds left. Exclamation point enter. Get in to get yourself a B&B t-shirt and mug sent to you free of charge. We're taking care of everything. All you got to do is hit exclamation point enter. There you go, Jay Hill. Get yourself a t-shirt. Get yourself a mug. One minute and 30 seconds. We're going to move on to our final topic. Cuddles, I know you want to call in, and I'm going to try it. 
I don't know if we're going to be able to hear you. The audience should be able to based on the trailer that we or the review that we watched. Uh, but I don't know how clear you're going to sound on our end. Again, we have the staticky thing going on on our end. Uh, and so we'll be, you know, the audience should be able to hear you. I just don't know how clear you're going to be to us. Clear. But I want to get your thoughts on this. So we're going to hop over and get ready for the final topic. We're going to talk about The Last of Us. The first season has come to a close. Uh, the final episode aired this past weekend. And the conversations are going, dude. A lot of people out there talking about it. There's multiple different subtopics going up. Was there enough uh, infected? Was there enough action? Was there enough story? Did Joel do the right thing? There's a lot to talk about. Uh, Crash, we'll kind of keep it spoiler-free. We're not going to get too deep into it. Just going to talk about the quality of it uh, or, you know, lack of quality, whatever you want to talk about. We're going to talk about a review. And when we, we won't even dive into the great decision either. Yeah, well, it's just, oh, Brittany won. There you go. We got a winner. One. Make sure to hit exclamation exclamation point claim. Can't even say the goddamn word. You're making me say it, and I can't even fucking say shit. Hit exclamation point. Yeah. There you go. Congratulations. You want a B and B t-shirt and a mug? We will get with you after the show and get you your swag. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Your support. You're a sweetheart. All right. So tone. Yes. The final episode. The season has come to a close. We yes. do know that uh, per Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann, there will be a season Definitely two sure. and a season three. <laughs> it sounds like they're saying that uh, the second game, there's no way they can get it all in one season. That I agree with that fully. Because the second game is a massive game. I, the great idea. Massive game. Yes. Because uh, you're getting a lot of different perspectives. There's a lot of time jumps. There's a lot of shit going on. In, in the Last of Us Part yes, Two, so it's not going to be is. one season. But Tone, let's turn it back. Let's talk about the, the first season we'll back, yeah. in terms of what we saw compared to what we experienced with the game. Initial thoughts and re- reactions to this season. I think I feel like a lot of us do, um, and I think outside of even if you haven't played the game, that's fine um, as well. But this is the new benchmark standard how to adapt video game media into other media and do it well. And doing it and doing it and doing it well. It certainly has been a theme we've been saying over the last couple of years here Absolutely. is that uh, we are restricted trying to tell game series into two and a half hour movies. Yep. Assassin's Creed should have been a series, TV series, um, you know, any anything else, anything you can think of in video games. Probably would have been better fleshed out or made more sense if it was fleshed out properly, sure. episodically. And I think a, a, a series like this, which is renowned even prior to going into this, as one of the best stories out there in video game, as far as you know, um, uh, drawing you in emotionally, you know, making you care about the characters, um, all while being in some form of. Uh, post-apocalyptic kind of scenario. Now, I've seen some bits out there from certain people, um, from other people that are saying, well, it's just another zombie flick. Okay, there are similarities, sure. Yeah, I I get it, you know, for sure. But what makes this different is that this is much more grounded, I feel like, um, as far as how people are surviving, how they're moving forward. Um, And really, even the choices, especially once we start getting towards the end of the series and things that happen. It's a series of events that uh, kind of lead up to these sort of things. So 
you know, I, I don't always like, and I know I did the bit earlier with like the arc and the stuff like that. That's just really just to dig on Draston more than anything else. But, um, <laughs> you know, trying to say like, you know, Sons of the Force, like, yeah, yeah, there's similarities in the fact that it's resource management. You start from nothing, you got to build through up. You know, yes, it's post apocalyptic. They're zombie esque, like, there's some changes they made to those to try to adapt for the show. And that's fine because it worked. Because at the end of the day, what we got was a show that still built upon how good the characters were in the video games, their stories, what drives them. Sure. You know? Um, and, and you know, guess what? At the end of the day, the numbers show it. I mean, being fans of the games, you know, people, casual audiences, episode over episode, were continuing to build and build and build. I saw even one thing today that said the finale was bigger than House of Dragons. And House of Dragons turned everybody around, too, because they didn't expect it was going to be so popular after right. the Game of Thrones original series way to end. And it kept just doing better and better and better. You know, so clearly, clearly people got invested. And listen, like when you got guys that were involved and we've talked about this, too, so some of this will sound familiar. But like if you've not seen the Chernobyl miniseries on HBO, oh, you've man. literally missed out on one of the best things on television, period, over the last couple decades. It's yeah. it's amazing. And the director that's involved in that. He's he was the big hand in this, and yep. he praises Druckmann quite a lot as well too, because Druckmann's able to in a video game tell these massive crazy stories and dialogue and character in a video game, while in between these crazy dialogue cutscenes, you're running around cover fire, third person shooting, fire and stabbing right. and killing things, right? So, um, he 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 praises him for that because of all the all the things that he's done with them as well too, and you know. The, the things they changed in this series were not overly, like, huge things that changed. I mean, what was the biggest change? It was the Frank storyline. I think the, the his storyline was different. You know, was, yeah, it was Frank, right? Yeah. Right, yeah for, or no, I'm sorry, Bill. No, no Bill, Bill. Excuse me, Bill. Bill, and yeah, Frank. Bill, 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 and Frank. Bill and Frank. Um, And there were some other little things they expanded on as well, too. Yep. Uh, we expanded on Marlene's story yep, a little bit. Yep, we expanded on there. Uh, David's story had a little bit more creepiness added to it. Right, and we got we actually got some pretty big expansion on Ellie's background, how she is, how she, how she is, which was never right. really said, but, like, I guess was a fan theory. I don't know if you knew that. What's that? Uh, how she is able to be, you know, like... You know the how how being uh, uh, infected doesn't oh, affect her. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was yeah, a, that yeah, was a yeah. fan theory. That I whole guess. that whole thing was was originally was, a fan theory yeah. too. Yeah, and that was like, and they added that in, so you got to learn that. So, um, I, I like you know there were some episodes clearly that better than others. The cold you know, you're open, have JL, Yeah, the cold opens in the first two episodes were fucking solid. Yeah, uh, the one with the doctor and the yeah lady man yeah in whatever country yeah, it was. All more context and things like that because they're trying to build a bigger, better world. And like, listen, there's gonna. I always say there's going to be liberties. You're going to have to adapt things. Things are going to change stuff well, too. But as long as you're keeping intact the integrity and the heart and the soul of what you're adapting and, and, and still, like, appeasing to the hardcore fans or to the fans, but also bringing in casual audiences because you do got to adapt for TV. It is different. Yep. It's a different audience. It's it's a slippery slope, but you can, it can be done. And it, we've seen it before with other things as well, too, whether books, a movie, or whatever. This is a pretty big deal because video game things, media getting translated, have classically never done well. Matter of fact, they've turned out to be jokes. Right. I mean, movies, are t you usually got Yui Bull into them. Yeah. You know, he's doing them. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. You do Assassin's Creed in two and a half hours. Assassin's Creed is like one of the most convoluted stories out there. It might as well be Kingdom Hearts. Right. And they did a two-hour movie of it, and you're supposed to, like, what am I supposed to get from that? Right. You know? Or you have a TV series based off a 20-year-old sci-fi show, and you have your main character not be the same at all, and he doesn't wear a helmet the entire time. So there's Halo for you. 
you know, that splits the entire fan base. But then you finally get something like this that's taken seriously. You got somebody like HBO involved that's doing it and all, all the stuff. So um, at the end of the day, though, uh, uh, this show was awesome. The games are awesome. The the Clearly, the people you've got involved in the casting are awesome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm very fortunate and thankful that we can, I hope at this point, say the bar's been set. Because at Man. this point... Like, it's time to move forward. Like, there's a lot of great games out there that's not just Last of Us that do have great stories and great dialogue that you can adapt. Uh, but because of the things that have been attached to it because of the past, nobody sometimes even wants to take a chance on them. And if they do, they want to get, get a quick buck. And they want to try and get the casual fans, they say, spend a buck or two, and then you get into it, and it sucks, and then guess what? They they lose out money, and they don't see it again. It's a joke. Um, this this hopefully changed that. So I know we got Horizons coming at some point. God of War is coming up. God on of War, Amazon. and you know, guess what happens if you fuck up God of War? Now people aren't gonna be too happy about right. it, right? So, so um, <laughs> but yeah, long long story, long winded, of course. Um, just because I'm very passionate about the story, very much about these characters. Uh, um, I I love this series. Um, I do think, and this is the only thing I'll say about it. There is a small uh group out there that I do agree with on. There definitely could have been more action. Sure, I do feel like I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna yeah I'm gonna counter that, but I, I I I understand the perspective right, but I have a different view on that. Sure, but continue, and I, and all I want to say about that before you counter that with well, some bullshit is um <laughs> is that uh I understand why there wasn't much more because it was easy you know because you delve into a lot of the character building and things like that. I just felt like to to keep more of that tension and to really make it feel like it was post apocalyptic. Sure. I think more of those, listen, I'm not saying like a full out shootout like he had in some of these, like Uncharted sure. or something like sure. that. I just feel like some more, like more tension building would have been better and more would have meant, it would have meant, it would have felt more like, hey, we really got to keep going. Right. We really got to keep going. And, and, you know, cause 90% of the things in this world are trying to kill you. You know, I just think it would have added a better layer to sure. making it feel like that. That's really it. Um, because I know a lot of people out there don't really care about story so much. They just want to see the action. Whereas I think it would have added a little bit more balance to that in that sense. So that's that's why I'd say and, watch and, it. And see, that's that's where like my perspective of things playing The Last of Us. Like, look, the infected are scary. I get it. Mm-hmm. They're they're a fucking big part of the game. They're but I look at The Last of Us the same way Spielberg uh did the War of the Worlds. Yeah, there's a fucking alien invasion going on. There's infected in The Last mm-hmm. of Us. But it's the family unit. It's the story. Sure. That's the focus. The store and the and honestly, man, the way I've always looked at it, The Last of Us, yeah, there's a lot of dangerous infective, mm-hmm. but it's the fucking humans that are the fucking monsters in this world. Yeah, that's that's it. And that that's definitely a good, somebody like yeah. David and Catherine. Some of the fireflies. Some of the fireflies, they're the real fucking monsters. They're the true monsters, yeah. Because they're what they're they're human. They're making they're these making decisions. Their decisions yeah. When you're an infected, you're infected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have cool infected running around, and uh, don't get me wrong. Would it have been cool to have more infected? Sure. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't have been opposed to it. But dude, this The Last of Us, the to make a game, you have to have gameplay. You have to have action, and you have to have the ability to run around as Joel or Ellie and fucking kill infected. I get it. You got to have that for the feedback. But man, my wife. She didn't give a fuck that there wasn't much infected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was the story. As a gamer, I love a good I love gameplay. I need mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But man, when I'm watching the story that I know The Last of Us presents, 
Uh, Tricky, that's actually going to be our big, uh, big question. We have a Twitter or Twitch poll question to close out this conversation. Because Tricky, I think uh, that's that's a, a decade old argument. That that bring well, it also brings us into the second game too. It brings us into the second game as or well, the next season. But we'll get to that poll, poll in a moment. Try to keep spoiler free best you can. But I'm going to go back to uh, um, yeah, yeah. Do not mention the second season, you guys. Nobody talking about the second season, please. I will block your comment and I will ban you from the channel. So don't do that. Um, but going back to the story, like, look, I love the gameplay. Okay, I love the gameplay of The Last of Us. But it's the fucking story, the moral choices Mm -hmm. that people make that makes it a compelling narrative. Mm -hmm. And when you're doing a TV show, I need narrative. I need story. There was enough affected or infected for my liking. I saw a fucking bloater that was awesome. I saw infected here and there. But you know what got me through the series? is the fucking story, and that's what got me through the game. Mm-hmm. Joe and Ellie's relationship, Joe's de- decision at the end. Watching how he evolved. As he evolved from being this broken dude to all of a sudden being a father figure to turning into something else at the end. That's why this show is effective. And, you know, and I know Prime was, we, we talked to Prime the other day, and he was like, he goes, I wanted more story. I wanted more stuff. And I, and I, and like, look, I want a lot of story from this universe. Yeah. <laughs> I want a lot of shit. And we got extra stuff. Bill and Frank. We got the cold opens. We got the extra, a little, I mean, it wasn't like a full scene, but we got a little bit more information about David through his back and forth with Elvin. You know, he's a fucking pedophile, a fucking scumbag, a cannibal. He's a fucking monster. Okay? So we got that stuff. But, I mean, at what point do you draw the line of creating more stuff? Mm-hmm. Because you start to push it more and more, and all of a sudden, Chief isn't wearing a helmet, and he's fucking an alien. You know what I'm saying? So you got to sit there and draw a line. I want content out of this universe. I absolutely do. But not if they're just going to fucking force feed me shit made up. Mm -hmm. The Last of Us is a game that doesn't need a whole lot of adaptation Mm add-ons. And what they did add was great. The cold opens they, were fucking they sweet. They expanded on stuff, if anything. And they expanded on things where they did it the right way. Mm-hmm. And if you sit, and, and I know, like, look, going into that final episode, I was worried. 43 minutes, I was like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. What are they going to do here? But they nailed it. We saw the ending. It played out just like the game. You see another side of Joel. I think this series was perfect. Yeah. I really had no issue with this series. I thought it was great. My wife thought it was great. She fucking doesn't do video games outside of Mario Kart. And she was like, my dad fucking hates all things video games. He thought the show was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, look, I get it. As a gamer, I love action. I love stealthing through a town full of infected. I think that's fucking awesome. But, damn it, the story is not about the infected. Mm Mm-hmm. The stories about Ellie and Joel, their relationship, the choices they make. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, like, again, for me, I just think that there would have been more opportunities to create some more tension. And I'm not, you sure. know, again, that, that's really about it. Like, I know there's other people out there that want it because they're short tension span. They want the action. They want the whatever. Like, I'm, and I'm not opposed to it because it yeah. is scary. It yeah, is yeah, scary. yeah. I just, I just think that the some more of that action intentionish, intention 
would have just added more to it. Sure. Um, but also at the same breath, I feel like if that's my only fucking complaint about something from a video game adaptation, right? I mean, that speaks for itself. I do want to just kind of jot out here. So Jay Hill says, um, he kind of, I think he kind of agreed with me as well too. Um, but I know he said that 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 the hunting scene, you know, could have added a clicker or something like that as well too. But, but I think they remember. But but here you got to remember. Yeah, they're in the mountains in the snow, and they're also following the cordyceps game as well. does not function right. in the snow. Right, right, right. So that so. wouldn't have made any sense because they established that early on with the cold open. With why they're yep yep global yep. warming, it, it'll work here. Yep, if they're in the snow. Cordyceps wouldn't really work. So even Neil Druckmann was like. That makes sense. Even though in the game I had fucking infected, yeah, they probably wouldn't have survived. So they were trying to follow a lot of that too. So, um, I Brittany is somebody who didn't. Oh play shit, the, no, Carlos, I'm gonna get you out of here in a second. Brittany, bro. who as somebody who didn't play the game, she's like, you know, she kind of shadows what you're saying. Like, uh, you know, they didn't show a lot of effect because it made the that made it more special, and interesting to see yes. when they did appear, which is which is great as well too. You know, um, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, like, listen, it, it's 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 an awesome show. It's an awesome show. So uh, um, I'm, I'm very fortunate that we got something like this as well, too, because, like I said, I hope the bar has now been set to actually produce non-joke video game TV yes. series. So, All right, we're going to bring Cuddles in here, and then we have a poll for everybody that watched the right. show. And even if you didn't watch the show, all we're going to ask is a very simple question. Actually, you know what? I won't lie to you guys. If you haven't watched the finale, the I feel like the conversation with the poll question is a legitimate conversation. We're going to have to be a little bit spoilery. So when we get to the poll question, I understand that some of you guys have to drop out. I'm going to get cuddles on. I can't guarantee that we're going to be able to hear him, but I'm just going to give him the green light to talk about what he thought about the show, and I'm going to try to make out the best we can of what he's saying. Hang on a sec here. Okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, Cuddles is okay. Can you guys hear Cuddles? I heard Daddy's. <laughs> I heard Daddy's. Try it again, Cuddles. Give me a little. Give me a little something. Well, first I can say, dude, raging with that raspy voice. I am like full chub right now. Like I'm ready to go. You guys can hear him. Okay, they can hear you, Cuddles. We can okay. barely make you out. It's oh, they really... heard that. Sorry. It's no, no. It's 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 <laughs> staticky as fuck on my end. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll try to speak up a little bit. Um, first, I want to say uh, worst video game TV show I've seen in the last decade. Um, totally kidding. Totally kidding. Um, I haven't really played this game. I, I played it a little bit when I went to visit my brother a couple of years ago when he lived in California. Uh, so I haven't really dove into it. I am looking forward to it when it comes out later this month. Um Keep going. So I, I haven't dove into it like y'all have. Uh, I will say the first episode or two, I was like, all right, cool. We have another, um, you know, we have another zombie show. Um, but then episode three happened and I saw the the storytelling uh, that happened between that Bill story. And like, I just imagined like that's me, you and Tone in the apocalyptic world just hanging out you know like just that love story but no it, it as far as the as far as the clickers or whatever you want to call them i don't know zombies whatever it was right i could care less if they were in the show or not uh just to just to be honest with you i i just they were cool knowing that they were there but the storytelling in this show was probably um 
some of the best that I've like I've heard or that I've seen in a in a long time. Um, the the character growth between just watching like Ellie and Joel, like their character growth from the the first episode to the last episode was just amazing. Like you you got to know these people and like see their struggles and see them grow. Like I said, from one episode to the next, like the constant growth. Like Joel, you know, it, it being I'm I'll try to say spoiler free, but like it being a job to him to being something that he truly cared about towards the end. Uh, like I was very impressed with the show. And like, I, like I said, I'm looking forward to it when it comes out. I'm definitely going to play it when it hits PC. Um, but like it, I, I get the whole more action, more action. But I feel like we didn't need it. I think like the action scenes that we had were amazing. It, right. It's no point in, it's no point in flooding them. And then you're going to end up with a resident evil. Uh, and just kind of ruined it and like I'm kind of disappointed that after watching this that HBO turned down The Walking Dead I mean could you imagine what kind of show we would have got if HBO would have kept that but it, 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 it certainly would not have been uh, what's his name uh, Robert, Kirk Robert Kirkland putting zeros at the end of a check to be able to get like all these different adaptations like it could have been so much better yeah but yeah, just like I said, just the Joel and Ellie story. Like I hated Ellie, hated Ellie throughout the entire flipping show until like the last like episode or two. And I was like, man, I respect her. Like I am, like I'm a huge fan of her now. And, and even even Joel's character, just the way he changed from the beginning to the end. And to go with your 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 poll or whatever, whether he's a good guy or not, I shit, I can't tell you. But man, I, it's somebody <laughs> I don't want to mess with. I can tell you that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, um, dude. No, I, I dig your perspective, man. I really do. I I really I dig that perspective. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Anything else stand out? No, I mean that's it. Like I said, it's just a story. Like I mean, I was just amazed by it week after week. There's very few shows that I have to watch when they come on. You know, House of the Dragons was one. This was one. Uh, you know, Mando. I love Mando, but I can wait a day or two. It's not that big of a deal. But like this, like I, Sunday night nine o'clock, I was ready to go. Like I was ready to watch this. I cut the PC off. I kissed the old lady goodnight. Like here, let me let me do this. You know, and um, I, I'm excited for a season two. Like I'm, I'm really excited to play the game now. Just if if this was the story in the game or close to it, anyway, as y'all yeah, say, that's pretty spot like, on. I am excited to live this story. Of, I'm I'm going to be disappointed if the episode three is not like the game because just two bearded men just. <laughs> Falling you're in love. You're gonna be disappointed then. Yeah, I just I mean that's gonna be us. Like if uh zombies happen, we're gonna have to meet somewhere. I agree. Hopefully hopefully not Michigan, but you know, it's Hey it's um, cold, no cordyceps. Man, of course it looks like it's cold. Unless we do more hugging, just lots of flannel. Um, <laughs> Northwood outlet. No. <laughs> But yeah, like I didn't need the action. Like most shows, I need action. Like I'll tell you, oh, this show's too short. This it needs more of this, more of that. I didn't see it with this one. Like I, I just didn't. Like I enjoyed every single episode. Like it, now I wasn't on my phone checking TikTok. I wasn't on Discord. Like I was watching the episode because I was that intrigued into it. Um, so yeah. Uh, was, was this the series better than the Uncharted movie? Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely by far. I didn't play Uncharted either. I like the Uncharted movie, but yeah, it was. He said he likes the Uncharted movie. So, What's that? He said he liked he the Uncharted like... movie. I mean, I didn't I mean, hate I did... the Uncharted movie, uh, but this this series is way better. I mean, in terms of story and everything else. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's typical HBO TV. 
They, yeah, they've I been always, doing it great since the mid-90s. I mean, you can't beat it. And yeah, I, I, I always say I, that if I had to cut a bunch of things out of my budget, HBO is not one of those on the plate for that one. I don't that that stays at all times because uh, I mean I'll just say it. Sopranos is one of the greatest TV shows of all time. So, I mean, even the girl from the, who played Ellie from Game of Thrones, like she was okay in Game of Thrones, but just her character development, her acting development yeah. within the show was amazing. Even yeah. Pascal, like he's been great. I mean, he's kind of a newcomer to be as old as he is. I mean, I know he's done some things, but he's really popping off here. Yeah, you know, at at our, at our age and. Like I'm kind of mad that we didn't get to see him for the last 20 years. To be honest yeah. with you, I mean, I, I really liked um, uh, Belly Ramsey's performance and her character's arc in the episode with David. I thought that was incredible. Yes, um, her facing off against David, and then finally her kind of like losing her innocence in a way when she, you know, goes ham. It was just such a fucking dark, twisted scene. But it's just such a huge like development arc for her character. Mm-hmm. That might have been the best episode of the season. Oh, dude, when 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 like that's like the one like for for people who played the game, when when they brought everyone was waiting for David because yeah. in the game David is like obviously I mean you could also argue is David really the main bad guy? I mean we won't get too much into it, but like like David is a fucking monster. Like he's a disgusting human being, and like the way he taunts Ellie and and tries to manipulate her. Uh, and, the, and I can't remember the actor's name. I think it's Shepard or last name is Shepard. He was incredible as David. He had that that very like relaxed like he was in he was comfortable being the fucking monster that he was. Yeah, uh, Jay Hill. The, the moment was kind of slow. I, I agree with you there, but you kind of got a little bit of the backstory, like especially for somebody like me who hasn't played the game, whether or not it's you know part of the game or not. Uh, That's actually a part. That's actually a part of the, a part of the DLC, uh, Jay Hill. It was called Left Behind, and it's a little bit, definitely a little bit slower, but it gives you a lot of perspective into Ellie and why she's going through what she's going through and why she doesn't leave uh, Joel in the basement. So it was really important to have that, and the, uh, and that DLC was fucking incredible. Yeah. It was a really good addition to the game after the fact. Yeah, my, my dude Frank saying I just don't sleep with anybody. Like, who the hell is she sleeping with? Ain't nobody else out there. Like, it's, it's hard it's to hard mute to... it, Freezy, because <laughs> it's the only way we can hear cuddles clearly. Because uh, I gotta go in here and fuck around with the audio because listening it through our laptop, he's super staticky. So it's the only way we can hear him is through his phone. So that's we're just kind of like uh, improv. We're winging also. it right now. We're winging it for sure. But uh, cuddles, no man, we appreciate your. Pers- pers- your yeah, perspective. I, I love hearing your thoughts. And honestly, man, I can't wait to get your thoughts on the game itself uh, when it comes out, man, because I think you're going to dig it, dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll be streaming it, so you'll, you'll see them live if you want. What do you say? What do you say? So, I said I'll be streaming it, so you'll, you'll, you'll be oh, watching shit, my, yeah. Hell yeah. my uh, do, things live. So there, there's, there's a, Like stuff. I said, man, and, and the thing that I love about it is, you know, Jay Hill mentioned it earlier. There were multiple characters or voice actors from the game that made appearances in this show. Uh, Tommy was Catherine's like right hand man earlier on. Uh, obviously, uh, Ashley Johnson was Ellie's mom. Troy Baker was like David's right hand man. Awesome. Uh, Laura Bailey. She got a little cameo. She either. was one of the nurses in the final scenes. So I mean, a lot of the characters, uh, voice actors from the game, got to have little cameos, or even in Troy Baker's and Ashley Johnson's case, significant roles. 
Yeah, awesome. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys. Yeah, Carlos, we appreciate you, man. We're gonna quit. we're gonna jump over because there is one more point of contention people want to talk about because here we are, uh, a decade later, and it's still a big part of the conversation. So we're gonna hop over to the final uh, conversation here. Cuddles, appreciate you. All right, guys, I apologize again for all the just goofy shit uh, with the Discord and the audio. That's the best we could do. But here we are. I still don't know the correct answer to this question. I go back and forth. Jay Hill, this has been a question that people have asked for a long time. 2013. 2013. It's been a – and honestly, man, it's all about perspective. It's all about where you're at and your point in your point in life, where you're at, yeah. who's in your life, what you're doing with your life. There's a lot that goes into it. Uh, Cuddles, let me know if you're able to get the poll question up. Uh, did Joel do the right thing? Without saying what it was. If you haven't seen before, no, we are going to say what it was. If you haven't watched the show, here's where you're going to want to leave. Or the game. If you haven't played the game or watched the show, Get the fuck out of here. We appreciate you being here. We love you. We'll see you on the next episode. But this is a conversation we're going to have. If you haven't seen it, you haven't watched it, get out. Yeah, leave. This is your warning. Cuddle's going to throw together the poll question. It's a yes or no. But basically, in the final episode, uh, when Joe and Ellie reach the, the Fireflies headquarters, uh, Ellie is they're, they're both knocked out with a flash grenade. Ellie is drugged and taken to a surgery room where they're going to extract cordyceps from her brain to f- try to find a cure to save humanity. But when Joel awakens, Marlene is there in the room, and as they're going back and forth, Joel figures out cordyceps is based in the brain. And there he understands Ellie's not going to survive this this operation. She's going to die. And Marlene instructs her crew to escort him off the premises, get him out of here, and if he tries to come back in, shoot him. She's the godmother, basically, of Ellie. And she understands the significance of the decision that she's making to save humanity. She's saying, look, Ellie's one person. We have a chance to save everybody. Do we do that? And so Joel, on his way out, manages to escape, kills his escorts, and goes through the entire hospital on a fucking rampage and kills everybody. He breaks into the surgery room, executes the doctor who's not willing to give up the patient, executes the doctor, a huge scene. And then Joel takes Ellie, and as he's leaving the hospital... He's confronted by Marlene in the garage. Marlene tries to explain to him, reason with him, and he kills Marlene. And and, and mind you, he does this in very hostile fashion. He's not thinking about it. He is executing people. They escape. Ellie wakes up in the car. Joel proceeds to tell her, look, they they basically said, there's a lot of people like you. There's a lot of people that uh, like you that are that are immune. You know, the, the, there's nothing you can, and they couldn't do anything with you, so we we left. And later on, Ellie asked Joel, 
Swear to me. Swear to me that everything you said is true. And Joel looks at her and says, yes. And then the scene cuts. Brilliantly, mind you. Mm -hmm. So the question is, did Joel do the right thing? Now, keep in mind, Ellie was not aware of this. She was not aware of the outcome of the surgery. So she didn't really get a say in it. They just drugged her, told her they're going to do an operation, not the fact that she was going to die. So Joel decides to take it into his own hands. She ain't dying today. Kills everybody in the hospital, kills the doctor, and takes her out and then proceeds to lie to her and says, yes, everything that happened, I told you is true. Which the question is then, too, Ellie, would she, if she, even if she didn't know, right? Right. What would she have decided? What would it, she have done? And, and I feel like Joel takes that from her. Exactly. I think she would have said, oh, well, I'll save humanity. That's what I think. I she's think, been through a lot. Based on what we saw left behind. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, the other girl was like, look, do the do whatever you can and with what little time you have. Mm-hmm. And, and Allie doesn't get to make that choice. Joel makes it for her. Correct. And in the process, but technically, people. potentially the fireflies didn't give her that choice either. If they just drugged her and put her on a table. But then why didn't they give her that choice? Because I think they were, they assumed. I thought she knew for some reason. No, because, I mean, after after she gets out, she's like, everyone has it. Oh, yeah. She right. doesn't know. It's like, Joel lies to her. I don't think they wanted to give her that option because they think she's a kid. She doesn't know any better. <coughs> Cuddles, are you able to, <laughs> excuse me, are you able to throw that pole together? If not, I will do that right now. Uh, new poll. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Did Joel do the right? That brings up a good point too. Did they really have the infrastructure to make a cure? I mean, but I guess at that point he says he's already throwing a hand. Oh, like this. Let's see. Let's see. I think he's already throwing poll. Has he? I don't see it on the screen. Um. You know, did they have the really infrastructure to to do more than that? That's a good point too. Like, I mean, was there in the grand scheme of things, were they going to be able do to do that? You know, I, on a grand scale. Well, I think that would be something that you'd have to take time. I mean, it's just like anything else when you hear, you know, the 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 polio, you know, vaccine. Right? It probably took X amount of time to kind of administer out and figure out, you know, or whatever. It still takes time or whatever. And, and in a world that has no infrastructure, right? It's going to take even longer, but I would imagine like, you know, step by step, if you're able to on that, that, that small molecule cell, you know, um, size of things, grand scale of things that you'd be able to still do, you know. (coughs) Yeah, one second. All right. All right, there it is, you guys. It's in the chat. You get a chance, get a vote, and did Joel do the right thing? Now, look, when I first played The Last of Us, uh, I had just just had my son, Ethan. He was just born recently, and so I was like, okay, looking at Joel, do I think he did the right thing? I'm going to just say this right now. No, I don't think Joel did the right thing. But I can tell you this right now, 
If I was Joel, I would have done the exact same thing. If my son wouldn't have had the choice to, to make that choice, I would have been like, look, here's the two outcomes. I'm either going to leave knowing that he didn't get a choice and he's dead and I didn't do anything about it and I kill myself, or I'm going to go through right now and try to kill everybody and get them out of here and die in the process and know I'm going to be with them in the afterlife. Or, and thirdly, I get out of there with them. Mm-hmm. Like, look, is that the right choice? Is it selfish? Yes. Is it the right choice? No. But I owe it to my son, especially because he didn't get the option to, to decide. I'm going back in their guns blazing. Because if I leave that building and humanity is saved, and, I, and that's great and all, but he didn't get a say in it, I'm going to fucking kill myself because my son's gone. So it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, man. Uh, the biggest thing for me is why I'm voting no is the doctor in a world where doctors are probably in short demand to execute him. No, I, and like, look, man, I I agree. But I think I saw a video where if you shot the doctor in the leg in the game, he died. He would literally fall over and die. So it was like, we're really driving this home. Joel is doing this. Um, but yeah, Joel was locked in. He didn't want to have it. He didn't want to hear it. He was taking Elia. He decided the moment Marlene said she's going to die, everyone's dead. Joel's going to kill everybody to get Ellie out of there. If you're in the chat, there it is right there, the question. Did Joel do the right thing? Tone, did Joel do the right thing? No. He didn't do the right thing. Even though she didn't get a choice, I think at the end, if she knew, if she had to make the choice, I think she would have said, I am fine to sacrifice myself for humanity. That's that's how I look at it. And he, while, yes, that was taken from her, and he took that from her as well, too, in a way, um, he was, you know, working on that parental instinct. And I'm not saying that's wrong, necessarily. I'm just saying that. You know, again, we're 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 thinking little picture, not big picture, and that's how I I always try to think big picture. I guess at the end right. of the day, for me, <coughs> like, and it's it's never set well with me to be honest with you, ever as ever since playing that game and beating it. Yeah, that's always been a thing because I felt like I as a player wasn't given that choice either. It's a valid point. So it's never set well with me, which is why when the second game comes around and everything. Why, why, for me, perspective-wise, <laughs> I feel like that there are certain things that happen or got conversations and events that don't go, you know, all cushiony. There's a reason why. Uh, there's a lot of uh, – Zach Dynamite says, there's a lot of things in the last bit that have uh, – have a, the more I think about it, the less it makes sense vibe to it. Why did Marlene just take her in the first place versus risking someone that, that they didn't super trust to do it? Wasn't she injured, though? Who, Marlene? Marlene, she had been wounded in because uh, their building got attacked. Maybe. And so she wanted to uh, uh, tra- – she wanted – I think that's why. No, no, you're fine, Cuddles. You're good, man. You're good. Um, Please, babe. Does the end justify the means? Having an innocent girl not able to voice her own choice being killed to possibly make a cure? Uh, does the end justify the means? Having an innocent girl not be able to uh, voice her own choice? I mean, that's a great question. That's a great perspective. 
I'm just saying, from a parent's perspective, it's not the right thing to do, but I can't let my kid die. That, that's fair. It's really, it's really that simple. And then, no, my- no, look, if my kid said, "Dad, I get a chance to save humanity," mm-hmm. I want to go. I'd be like, "Fuck!" Right. I'm, I can't rob him of that. You want? I mean, that's that's a fucking brave thing to do. Right. Well, as as a great knight once said, and he was not a master, but Anakin Skywalker said, "Fuck them kids." <laughs> but if Marley took her there, wouldn't it be game show? Probably would be. But then he wouldn't have a show, and I'm okay with that because it's the it's about the journey, not mm-hmm. the end game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I mean it's just like. I love the conversation, man. It's at a 50-50 draw it's a, right it's, now. It really, it really is way, a yes-no thing. It, it really is. A, I don't know if it's a morality test. I don't know. Cause I don't even think that. Like, I, I, It's really just like it's it's all how we just all perceive it. Like, it, it's, it's how that works. Like, it's all subjective, objective, whatever you want to say. Like, at the end of the day, you know, we're all going to look at that differently based on our life, our experiences, the people we're around, the 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 choices we've even made. And keep in mind, you know? Zach, Marlene said she lost a ton of her crew making that journey. So there's no, uh, she knows Joel is capable. She had to shoot of her smuggling. best friend in the head. Remember, Marlene said we lost a bunch of people along the way. So that I mean, oh. clearly they're not good at smuggling. Yeah. They know Joe is good at it. I mean, that's, yeah. is that a stretch? Sure. But she indicates that it was not a safe journey yeah. for them. I mean, she had to kill Ellie's mom. Uh, Ace Scepter. He did the right thing for himself. Before Ellie, he was purposeless and adrift and disconnected from the last traces of his pre-apocalyptic life. He was about to die. Ellie saved him. He did try to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanted to make up for losing his daughter. It was debatably a selfish thing, but he had to do to keep himself and her alive. Like great. I said, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. Yeah, great perspective, awesome perspective. He wanted, I mean, and that's and we saw that after he after Ellie rescued herself from David. You know, he ran over. He's like, "Baby girl, I got you." Mm-hmm. At that point, you knew he was in. He's like, look, this is my chance. This is my chance <laughs> to do right. Clearly, they're not good at smuggling. I mean, they aren't. Yeah, right, but right. Joel was. Joel got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, but thank you for that follow, Ace. We appreciate that. You. Appreciate the perspective. And we appreciate your perspective. But like, yeah, man. Like, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's a great conversation. And again, that's why the show doesn't need an abundance of action. The story, the character arcs. You're sitting here the whole time thinking Joel's a good guy. Then you see the dark side of Joel. And they allude to it earlier. Yeah. You know, when him and Tommy are talking at that store, Tommy's like, we killed people. We murdered people. Yeah, Joel's a bad Joel Joel for Joel's most of his survived. post-apocalypse. Yeah. Right. At survival, there really isn't a lot of rules. There's a lot of gray area. And, and, it, well, there you go. And that's and that there's another game out there that that showcased a lot of gray area too. And the Witcher's the same way. It's a lot of a lot of gray area. A lot of your choices are shit in one hand and more shit in the other. Yep. Which piece of shit do you want? You know, and that's 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 what life is about. And that that that's why this series resonates and had did so well as a game and does so well as a TV series because, you know, it, it creates this, this, this thought process. Like, you know, what, 
what is what what is the definition of the right choice right you know what right. i mean like given given your means or where you're at in life and your you know all that stuff then and that what that's what makes it uh you know uh fun to really just i guess kind of dive in and kind of see what people think about because really like my i'm not saying well i'm always going to say that i'm right of course but like <laughs> my perspective necessarily isn't any more different or better right than yours or anybody else's out there because you know in that moment when you're in the heat of the moment you're you, it's it's a it's a it's a smart decision i mean you, no matter how you look at it so you know at the end of the day it, it is about survival and and there isn't a lot in that world after the cordyceps that Joel or any really character have to hang on to or care about, you know, and, and, and Ellie happened to be a guiding light for him. So later Panda. Panda, have a good night. Jay Hill says, everyone is the good guy in their own story. Somehow you change perspective, uh, point of view and flips. Can't wait for it's season two. I'm hyped for it, dude. Like I said, and, and a lot of folks, I mean, it's like uh, my buddy who who had read the Game of Thrones books. Mm-hmm. When the when the Red Wedding came around, mm-hmm. I didn't know sh- I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was coming, but he was anxious as fuck to come talk to me on Monday. Everybody was. Everybody like that. was. Anybody that read Game of Thrones knew mm-hmm. what was coming for the Red Wedding. Yeah. And, and 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 watching and knowing that I played through this game and played through part two, which in my opinion, I think part two is a fucking incredible narrative. It's an incredible story. Big I story. know there's gonna be a lot of folks who aren't gonna be happy with some of the choices that are made. Now, whether or not Craig Mason and, and Druckmann follow it one for one, we don't know. Remains to be seen. But I feel like there's just certain things that have to happen because it's necessary to make the story compelling. Well, just like anything else when it comes to making choices. There's consequences. always consequences and can be consequences. It's always cause and effect. Whether you agree with it or not, it's just the reality of things. It all comes back to perspective. And I think what I find interesting is there are people that um, like certain point of view narratives, like Game of Thrones books, for instance, sure. which shows point of view from everything, right? Yep. Didn't like this. Yeah. And I find that interesting. <laughs> like Anyways. Said, it's, it's, it's a compelling story. Ace says, uh, uh, I never played the games, though, so I don't know what. Ace, I'm telling you, man, like if they follow story, the part two, to a T, to, for the most part, in terms of character arcs, there's going to be some very divisive shit that's going to happen. Yeah, shit's going to hit the fan. But, but like Tone said, there's consequences for your actions. And, you know, how, how Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann translate that to to the to the tv screen remains to be seen i hope they follow it closely because i'm not like the folks that are out there uh uh, review bombing part two because of certain choices that are made i think they were impactful they were necessary uh and it makes the story that much better but i mean like look man if you watch game of thrones you'll do just fine watching the last of us Mm mm-hmm that's just the way. That's the that's the only thing I'm going to tell you. If you're able to watch Game of Thrones, and you understand what goes into it, you'll be fine with The Last mm-hmm. of Us. Mm-hmm. Jay Hill, I love Part Two. It was the best story I've ever seen of it. It's incredible, dude. Mm-hmm. But there is uh, not everybody agrees. Not everyone agrees, and that's okay. That's part of the conversation. That's right. That's what makes it compelling. That that's what is. makes it so interesting, and that's what makes it so good. And that's what makes it so good. Dig it. So that's gonna do it. Uh, my voice is just about gone. Right. The audio is gonna go to shit at some point. I'm sure. 
So we're going to wrap things up, Tone. Yes. So, uh, well, first of all, next week there won't be a proper show. We'll be back in two weeks. I will actually be at a Fathom event for Godzilla Tokyo SOS. These Ooh. come around uh, a couple times a year, so they're hard to miss. But the bigger piece of that as well, too, after that I actually have to pack because uh, next Thursday evening me and Half-Ass Beer Review are going down to Ohio to hang out with Draston from Seven Dungeons for Whorehound Weekend and lots of brewery and I didn't content get invited. filming he's a liar he was invited um so we're gonna do content uh making as well too and drinking and eating so really can't wait excited to meet bruce campbell and john Cassier, the voice of the crypt keeper so you can get some video from that shit fuck off um no maybe i don't know we'll see you better we'll see I so i'll see bruce campbell hopefully hopefully uh so in two weeks hopefully and we'll be able to be back with a proper show we do have an invite out there to have a guest back on as well too we want to follow up with him on the last of us as yeah, well too buddy. he's very uh he's usually gets very he's heated very about opinionated, some of that, so. and he's also very entertaining yes so hopefully in two weeks we can have him on as well too um but uh as always no we thank you guys for being here whether you're new whether you're old uh as 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 people that tune in with us you know we've had a lot of fun the last few weeks you know letting the dust settle up to the uh middle mall comic-con and building up a course for next year as well too but continue to do what you do as always please like follow sub share us with people if you can we're trying to be more active out on social medias right now as well too so if you see us out active out there do the best you can with us maybe engage in a conversation like it share it get somebody else you might know cousin friend whoever that might like the content that we talk about that you might like talk talk, talk excuse me talk about as well too to have those conversations with because we're always looking new friends so we really appreciate you taking time out of your midweek to come in here hang out for a couple hours why voice mccracken over here is trying to talk <laughs> and uh, audio is going to shit and uh i have no idea what the fuck's going on right now so but <laughs> thank you so much we appreciate all your guys support keep a lookout for anything uh from us here in the future as well too for uh, you know, some of the things we're going to be doing. Hopefully we've got a plan in the next couple of weeks to be able to do um, outside of the content for next weekend to maybe do and get the dude involved in some content with half ass beer review as well, too. Yeah. Finally, after a couple year hiatus of doing that, uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll have some new things coming around as well, too. So um, and then we'll hopefully in the, in the next few months, we'll have different announcements and different things we're we're talking about as well, too, including partnerships. So thank you, as always, bottom line for supporting. We appreciate you so much. Friday night, we will be live. We're going live with uh, Diablo 4 Open Beta. We're going to jump into the beta on Friday night. Check it out. It's a beefy beta. It's 76 gigs. I saw that. It's a monster beta. Gnarly. Connell's has got it downloaded. Draston's got it downloaded. Mom's got it downloaded. We're going knocking futs yep. on Friday night. Right. With Diablo 4, we're going to jump into that. Check that out. And then the following week, uh, I don't, Tone's going to try to go see it. The big movie next week is John Wick 4. So in two weeks before we sit back here. We're going to try to get, he's going to try. I should be able to get John Wick 4 in. We're going to go see John Wick 4 because that is right now my most anticipated movie of the year. Cannot wait to fucking Top see this shit. The, the reviews have been incredible. Two hours and 40 minutes of headshots winning. Let's go. Can't wait. And reviewing well early. Very, very well. But that's going to do it for us tonight for Fanboy Tone. I'm, what'd you call me? Crackling McCrackens? Yeah. Dude, 79. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you Friday night for Diablo 4. Good night, everybody. <laughs> That's
a good show, man. That's a good show. I love, I love these ones. They're so fun to talk to. Man. I love them. Hey.